and welcome to the Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu podcast brought to you by Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu, especially Daniel Friedel. I love that intro. I do too. It's my favorite. Literally. Yeah. All right. So uh, we have a special guest today. Not a special. We have a special guest today. My friend, former pro MMA fighter, Checkmat Brown Belt, and all-around awesome human being, the Anvil, Nicole Hunt. Welcome. That was a lot nicer than I thought you were going to say. That was a lot nicer. I was expecting like some fire and brimstone <laughs> coming off of it. I like thought about it and then I was like, yeah, yeah I should probably just I can be hear nice. the hesitation. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much. You are much. the first ever guest. I am so honored. Best drink to that. Mm. All right. Nice. So let's get right into it. All right. What are we getting into? Uh, you wrote questions down, I'm sure. We are getting into who Nicole Hunt is. So, uh, one of the big questions that I had, and, you know, we've talked a couple times off, off, off of the podcast, obviously. Mm-hmm. Only a but, couple times? Yeah. Once or twice. Well, like, I don't really hang out. You know, I go home. That is true. You know, yeah. I show up for the gym and Daniel's and upstairs. And Daniel's not here. <laughs> and then he comes downstairs. He's like, all right, I'm leaving. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I don't want to get smashed. I mean, well, he's also <laughs> he's had a pregnant wife for a while, so that's reasonable. I will this say that when I do get to roll with Daniel, he is one of my favorite Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I'll have to nice make role. an opportunity yeah. to roll with you more. Thank you. But what got you interested in combat sports in general? I don't mean just jujitsu or just MMA, but when did you get started and what kind of sparked that fire? Uh, it was actually like a total accident. Um, I was always active, like in high school, uh, played soccer, I ran a lot. Um, and then, you know, you get out of high school and what do you do? You know, you work. Yeah. And you eat, and Life you sit at home, you. <laughs> and you do nothing. And uh, they call I, that the freshman fifteen, right? So <laughs> only I wasn't in college. So uh, I just, you know, was gaining weight, and I wanted to be active again. So I found a local gym that was offering. It, it was really weird, some kind of like MMA female thing. But okay. um, so anyway, I just showed up, and initially I just planned on it being like this hobby. Uh, I was just going to train. I never wanted to compete. Like, just the thought of, like, doing a jiu-jitsu tournament, like, in front of people, I was like, oh, my God, I would never do that. That is insane. (laughs) You know, what if I pay all that money and I lose? But, um, and I think that lasted for about four months, and then I found myself walking to a cage. (laughs) Wow. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Hold up. You trained for four months at a hybrid program, and then you got in the cage? Yeah. So, well, I started training there. So, at this time, I was uh, married, and I started training. You didn't know she was married? I had no idea you were married. Wow. Nice to meet you, Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. Once upon a time, I was married. Um, I remember when you officially changed your name to Hunt. Really? Yeah. You, like, announced it on Facebook. It was, like, a whole thing. You were, like... It was. Because my last other last name was like it was bad it used to be pretty it was funny real bad it's very say german it, say it ertzberger ertzberger yes that's got to be german it yeah yeah so so wait okay so how long have you been you know divorced separated whatever um we let me see we got uh separated in 2014 okay so i think that I yeah i don't think i had met you then no i don't think i met you until we got to phoenix right yeah um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember if Daniel was there when I came and visited Atlantic or not. Maybe not. He came, I don't uh, think so. she came to, she came to Atlantic twice when, when we were there. Okay. 
Uh, I don't Twice. think he was there. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember. I mean, I only rolled with the, the females, so I don't yeah. know. Okay. But um, I, I started training. I was married. Uh, I might have trained maybe a month or two. I'm not really sure. Nothing serious. And then my uh, husband at the time got into a really bad motorcycle accident, so I had to, uh, you know, help take care of him. He really couldn't do a lot for himself. Yeah. So I quit. And then um, several months later, maybe like the beginning of the next year, mm-hmm. I got back into the gym um, and started training. And then maybe April or May that year, I took my first amateur fight. Oh, wow. How did it go? Very well. <laughs> Please went, do describe it. It went a lot better than I expected. I swear, every like every one of my favorite uh, MMA fights, I do not have professional video of. I have the worst luck. Oh, I don't know what happens. The like videographers go MIA. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I probably have a cell phone video maybe somewhere. But um, it lasted one round. Uh, I fought at 110 pounds. I don't think that girl was even that. She was she was pretty small, smaller than me, if you can imagine. Um, and she, they called her her coaches called in the like put in the towel like after the first round. Oh, she really? like didn't she didn't answer the bell for the second round. Oh wow, she didn't like being punched in the face real hard. Well, I yeah. mean, dude, right now there's not that many amateur women's fighters. Like in 2014, I imagine there was even less. You know so. Well, um, aside from that, like you don't want to get it punched by Nicole. Like it ain't it ain't pleasant. I imagine. Not. <laughs> like if you think her jujitsu sucks, don't let her. Or her jujitsu sucks to have done to you. <laughs> I, say, I do not think that at all. Forty and slip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. Right. If if you think her smashing you in jujitsu is bad, don't be punched by her. That's all I'm saying. It's not fun. It's not ideal. Yeah, it's not. It's not my favorite thing to have. Well, I mean, I stopped you. striking for a reason, so I don't want to get punched by anybody. <laughs> All right, so you had your first MMA fight. Yep. You beat the crap out of some girl. Mm-hmm. Then what? Um, I think I tried to book another one. Uh, this was like a very frustrating thing about MMA, and by no means was I a pioneer or anything like that. I mean, it had obviously been going on, you know, much longer than I knew, you know. Um, but in this area, there wasn't a lot going on for women when I started. And so it was very difficult to find opponents, especially at the size that I was at. Because I was, I walked around less than 120 at that time. I wasn't like. You wasn't easy. like what? I wasn't <laughs> thick <laughs> at all. <laughs> okay, so. I was uh, smaller. So what was the first promotion you did? You remember the name of it? Uh, Conflict uh, MMA. They were based out of South Carolina. And I actually fought for them a few times. They were very awesome. Jared Williams um, was, I guess, their matchmaker. Uh, maybe one of the co-owners, but uh, yeah, they were yeah. they were great. And in South Carolina, amateur MMA fighters can kick to the head too, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. In North I Carolina, you can't do I that. I think I attempted to kick her in the head. Actually, <laughs> I don't kick if anyone knows. I was going to say I've seen her like. There's been one kick in her <laughs> yeah. entire career. That was that was it. That was yeah. the one kick that she yeah. threw. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not my thing. Well, I just knew that the rules were different, and I didn't know if like. The rules being different swayed you towards South Carolina over North Carolina, or if that no, was just I think the that promotion? was just like the only thing. I don't know. I guess maybe the only thing going on in time. I think the gym that I started at, they weren't fans of. Uh, <laughs> they weren't fans of uh, Fight Lab, and um, I wonder why. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, so uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't fight for Fight Lab, I guess. But um, yeah, conflict 
was great. They treated yeah. me well with all my fights. But. So um, I should ask this earlier. What was the first gym that you started at? Who was your instructor there? It was there? Uh, Body Quest MMA, uh, Ashley and Alan Greenway. Um, I don't think they're married anymore. But uh, Well, here's, here's a really crazy uh, – it's funny how everything's kind of circular, especially in the martial arts community. Yeah. But, like, Alan Greenway used to have a an academy, like, literally – two blocks from my house uh, really? in Longview. And I, I trained with him, I don't know, probably six months or so. He had been in a motorcycle accident as well. Mm-hmm. And so I was basically just going in there and getting my butt kicked by my buddy Scott Barr and a couple other guys, like pretty regular. It was and, pretty fun. And actually the gym that, that Body Quest was in that I started at is now Gemmo. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And it was something else before that. It was... Uh, well, it was my buddy Jeremy Roberts used to be the uh, Robertson used to be the um, jujitsu instructor there. It was uh, God. That must have been before Body Quest. No, it was like, right. It was in Ashley and Allen sold the gym to Dylan Calla, and so Dylan still, I guess, is the owner of Jimmo. I was about to say they just like sell the building and all the equipment. Well, so it's like they they sold all the equipment, I guess, because the building is actually owned by the guy. It's kind of similar to the situation you have here where you have a gym upstairs and then you have your jiu-jitsu, right. only it's opposite there. The jiu-jitsu or MMA gym is upstairs and the oh, okay. weight gym is downstairs and the guy downstairs owns the building, I guess. You know what's crazy? I've been there, I don't know, probably half a dozen times. I did, like, had no idea there was a gym downstairs. Yeah, there's like a weightlifting <laughs> gym downstairs. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Yeah. I so like, it's like in the basement? It mm-hmm. must be, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know there was a basement. Mm-hmm. I'm in there... Doing private lessons with Ricky, and I like, had no idea that there was a yeah, there's a, gym downstairs. Yeah, there's like power lifters that work out oh, in the basement. Okay, then. Well, nice. good to know. Well, so, cool. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> nice. We, I think we all decided to take a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> these are not the three best people to have on no. the podcast at the same time. I mean, which oh, are, is, yeah, we yeah, are. This is a great we, podcast. Yeah, we are the best. <laughs> Literally I'm thinking about like cutting Beber out and bringing you on as co host. Hey. Oh, that would be great. You do need a female. No, no, we don't. Well, I mean, Beverly's close, but whoa, that's too much. <laughs> okay, so you had your first MMA fight, and like obviously that kind of kept you going off of that. What was after that? Yeah, so like I said, I, I couldn't find uh, opponents. I think I had some, I had some people back out on me. It was really frustrating. Um, and then somewhere in all of that, I decided to switch gyms, um, which I don't take lightly. Uh, it's always a hard decision, but I think in the um, combat world, you have to realize it's a very selfish sport. Um, you have to look out for you. I'm not saying that you should like hop around gyms all the time, but um, you got to do what you feel is best for you and your training. Yeah, so, I can fully understand. Yeah. Uh, I moved to a gym in Charlotte, uh, Renegade Fighting Systems with Michael Allen and Phil Wills. I originally went there because of Phil, who I had like years prior trained with like once or twice in his garage um but at the time i was very like meek i guess and he very he scared the shit out of me and so feels a big man he's a very big scary man and so like at that time like in my early 20s i just like couldn't handle it but um so i switched to renegade because i knew that i wanted to train striking with phil that was my thing at the time i wanted to be a striker i did not give a shit about jujitsu i didn't I at this point had not put on a gi ever and was d- determined that I would never put on a gi. So what was Phil's background? I'm guessing boxing. Boxing. Okay. Yeah. Big Phil. Yeah. Big Phil. F E E E. Big Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so like so like 
Is that how your first fight went? Like you just went out there and just struck yeah, it was the entire all time? Striking. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when she strikes, it's not like she's not. It's not a game. I mean, she's just out there just beating the crap out of people. Like, have you ever seen Nicole fight? Yeah. And she fought on uh, Kyle's card where we cornered him. Well, yeah. so yeah. that girl, I didn't have a reach advantage on. So obviously, my game plan was not to stand up. And yeah, I feel I felt bad for that girl. But I, I took her. I was like, Whew, yeah. But I man. take them down. If I can't, if I don't have a reach advantage, I'll just take them down and I will. Well, you didn't do take ground her down and pound. <laughs> you just beat her face yeah, in. the one in Greensboro. No, I so took the one, her down every the round. one in Greensboro, you took oh, her down. Oh, you're talking about the one at Fight Lab. No. No, I, the one we're that, talking about the one in Greensboro. You yes. definitely took her down and beat her up like a whole lot. Well, and I, I just felt meant like you her. weren't. Yeah. To me, you weren't going for submission. Oh you no, were I don't. Just I have her. never submitted anyone in an okay. MMA fight. MMA fight ever. Okay, gotcha. What's your, maybe you should try that. What's your record? Um, total, I think it's seven and one. Okay, gotcha. Professional. Your, My professional. I just had one fight. Yeah. I was, I'm one and zero. Oh. Okay, gotcha. Which I was at, by the way. Yeah. It's a pretty good fight. She like. It was literally a, a replay. She like drugged this girl to the ground and beat the crap out of her See, for three solid like, rounds. I mean, it, like that's and, how I win Greensboro. I think you got rocked once. I did. I got lazy. Like, <laughs> that's a funny story. Let's hear I that. Got, that was a hilarious story. But like, I just remember seeing that, and then I saw like Nicole get rocked. And I was like, "Whoa!" Wait, I was cringing. Wait, I was like, where did that? Where did that come from? I really just about fucked that whole thing up for myself. I uh, I was in the third. That round. was in the third round. Too, third right? round. Yeah. Like I knew I was winning. I got real lazy and let her back me up against the cage, and she hit me solid. <laughs> yes. When I had my back up against the cage, and I think for like a flash, I was out. Like I like dropped and like woke up on the way down. Oh shit! And like I was like, grab her. <laughs> That's exactly which you did, it. and yes. then yes. drug her to her yeah, death. I basically, like, I just like I got like flash knocked out for a second. Like I actually like threw up after that fight oh wow like I, that's never happened to me before yeah. but yes i just about lost that fight for myself just being a dumbass you know being lazy <laughs> i sure. felt so bad for that girl except for that one uh, 15 second interval i was like oh my god would y'all, will y'all yeah. please throw the towel in like yeah like Dude, she's too game to not get i was about in to say man line. she took it oh yeah like, she took she it, would take a she was from the beating. mountains it was pretty one-sided though <laughs> oh, it was a god. it was a beating yes it was not like a I I don't mean to discredit like that that lady. She did a uh, no no. Apparently, she had a good record go- or a decent record going into it as well. But she was tough as shit. She was man. tough. But I was oh like, man, d- quit being tough. Like just quit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm sick of seeing Nicole beat your face in. Like stop. I felt worse for the girl at Fight Lab. Yeah, her when, face looked when bad. Kyle knocked that guy out. <laughs> it took them forever. I felt like I hit her like a hundred times before, yeah. and oh she wasn't God. doing anything. Her face was so red and like puffy when y'all were. Like raising, you know, when they were doing like the yeah. the announcement or whatever. Like, man, when they raise her hand, I got, I have a picture of it somewhere. But like, her, the whole uh, right side of her face is just absolutely red. Oh. It 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 was pretty bad. That's scary. I feel bad for her too. Yeah. I didn't really know you that well then. No, no that was kind of like oh, the so beginning that was, of our. That friendship. wasn't the professional fight. That was the amateur fight. Yeah, that yeah, was the at, amateur fight. Yeah, that was, her, oh, dude. That's scary. That's very scary. That was kind of like you where, see amateurs getting their face rearranged. Well, it of, wasn't bloody. It was just super well, the one, swollen and the puffy. one at Fight Lab was. Was she bloody? Mm-hmm. All I remember. You're thinking about the one in Greensboro. Hers was like super okay. swollen, but when 
It was when Kyle knocked that guy out. Well, I just have a terrible memory. Yeah, yeah. That was like Cody Joe's. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the one that, that like ended in like a minute and ten seconds. Yeah, it was the whatever. first round. Yeah, I she remember was that. Like they had to. I have. A, I only have a cell. That's another one. I only have yeah. a cell phone. video There's of. no video. Of so that. like my cell phone video is from her side of the cage. So when she's walking back to her corner, her corner like immediately puts the towel on her face uh, and like yeah. wipes her face off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't remember the blood, but I remember that her. When y'all were when y'all's hands were raised, or yeah. when your hand was raised, like uh, it was just real—I mean, super red and swollen. I was yeah. like, "Oh, I feel bad for her." I like legit felt bad for her. No, I completely understand. Like I said, as an amateur, that's that's scary, man. Well, I, I mean, amateur or not, like so. Well, no, like I understand the way everything works. Well, and stuff, the, but. those Fight Lab gloves, amateur gloves, are worse. I think like they're harder. They don't than, use the same glove as the pro gloves. No, because pro gloves are four ounces, so amateur gloves are supposed to be like at least six. I think. Oh, okay. Um, but for whatever reason, Fight Lab has they're called death dealers. Their amateur gloves are <laughs> super hard, like hard as a fucking rock. Death and, dealers. Yeah, I love it. You do not want to be hit by those things. I mean, I, the the one fight I lost was for Fight Lab. And I can tell you that you do not want to be hit by those things. <laughs> I've been on that end. Well, you've had a pretty okay. damage-free career as far as MMA is concerned. Like, other than the one loss, I mean, it was almost always pretty one-sided, right? Right. I mean, it was almost always just you beating somebody up. For the most part, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like a couple of, actually a couple of my fights uh, for conflict, um, my opponents, like, raised the big stink and tried to, like, say that the decision was questionable, but, like... I mean, maybe I'm biased because it's me. <laughs> but uh, when I go back and watch the video, I honestly, like, I don't know how they they, they get that it's one-sided out of that. But, um, hmm. well, I mean, I guess what, uh, th- something that should be said is that if you had chosen to, there, there is a really good chance we would be sitting here talking, well, we wouldn't, you would probably forget about the peasants, but. Oh, God. <laughs> that, like, uh, Nicole probably could have made it to the UFC if, like, she chose to. If that would have been, like, what she wanted to do, she totally could have done it. Like, you're on the verge of going to Invicta, right? For sure. Like, I kicked myself. um, And I think, like like I said, part of the problem was getting unmotivated in between fights because it was so hard to book another one. I couldn't find opponents. You got to deal with opponents. You know, you or you get an opponent. You train, 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 cut weight, and then they back out. Yeah. And then it just, like, destroys your motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that happened a lot. There was a very huge gaps in between when I would have fights during my career. So it kind of it kind of messed me up. Plus I've, you know, I, I I have for the most part stayed like major injury free, um, but I do have like shoulder issues that, you know, some <laughs> of my fights for sure you can tell that I don't hold my hands up like I should. You know, I take a lot of damage sometimes you know girls tend to like stand in front of each other anyway and like rock them suck them robot and (laughs) i was definitely that person but (laughs) well i um i i think it's amazing to me that so daniel and i were talking a while back about like you know that that we all know like people in the ufc or like famous people yeah and so like the fact that nicole's sitting here is like a testament to Exactly that. I mean, if she had just if she had chosen to be that, like that's what she would be right now. She wouldn't be sitting here, of yeah. course. She'd be on the 
I was in a lazy shit. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. Maybe. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I mean, you, you had all the skills and the wins and the talent to do that. There's, like, no no doubt. Right. But that just goes to show, too, what professional MMA fighters go through. Yeah. Like, you're going to have sure. that all the time. You see it with every UFC. Two or three fights get canceled because an opponent pulls out. And sure. the other person, you know, they paid the travel expense. So they cut the weight. They paid for a six-week fight camp mm-hmm. to get half of their purse because the other yeah. half of the show didn't want to come in and do their job. Well, That's just terrible. How bad is it when it's an amateur scenario oh, right. where, where there's no money? At all. You know, yeah. where you're just yeah. like, oh, I'm going to train for the next eight weeks. Yeah. Pay, you know, pay people to come in or go travel or do, you know. You eat. know, I've had friend like, one of the fights that I had scheduled, um, Actually, this might have happened to me more than once. Um, as far as like, it got so close to the time that my friends had already bought tickets, and so then yeah. you feel bad. You're like selling your friends these tickets that they can't get refunds on, and then you don't get to fight because your opponent backed out or whatever. Like, it's rough. Yeah. Well, it's it's a labor of love, no yeah. doubt about that. It's For not sure. like you're, you know, especially when you're amateur. I I look at it. There are times where I'm like, man, I should have fought. You know, well, there's a lot of a lot of things that, uh, I mean, I can't see, so I'm I'm not going to pass the eye test. There was nothing stopping me. I just decided I didn't want to anymore. Well, even now, there are times where I'm like, man, I should I should go get LASIK and start my MMA career at 40. Uh, No, no, you shouldn't. Because like 100, I'm against that. But I mean, every I I go through these cycles of being motivated, but then I'm like, uh, no, that that's not a good decision. Like. You know, if you're 21 and you're spending every waking hour in the gym and, you know, eating broccoli. At least you guys are smart about it. That's the thing that irritated me the most. You know, I've gotten, obviously, to know a lot of MMA fighters and trained a lot of MMA fighters. And the thing that always bothered me the most was, like, their lack of work ethic when they knew they were taking a fight. And that was the thing, like, maybe that kept me out of taking more fights was because there was no way in hell I was ever going to take a fight or show up and not have been, like putting the most amount of work that I could have possibly put in there, you know, in between working and being an adult. Um, But a lot of people will. They just want to get paid or whatever. And, like, that's something that stopped me. Like, every year I take, I'll take, like, a month and then plan out my challenges for the year. You know, last year I did a mountain run. I did a men's physique competition. And, like, doing an MMA fight was on that list before. Like, I just wanted to You didn't tell me that. Of course, I'd tell you that because when I tell you something, I it always you happens. Would make fun of him. No. <laughs> I, no, I would make yeah. fun of him, and then I'd be like, "Okay, well, we got to call this person, and we got to go do this, and we got to do that." And he would have been like, "No, man, I'm not doing that." <laughs> no, like I would have done it. Like every time I tell you that, like I need to do a jujitsu competition, you make me do a jujitsu competition. Right? That's why I love having you around because you do push me. That's do the only things. reason he loves having me around. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I mean it's one of the few. Right. A few, but that was my thing. You know, my striking is extremely rusty. My conditioning's never been better. My jujitsu is getting better. Things like that. So I was like, okay, well, I've already beat the mountain. I already did the men's physique competition. That's a goal I can throw on. I decided to do powerlifting this year instead of MMA fight. But like Bever said, the older I get, the less I want to take MMA fight. You're in your early thirties. You're in your athletic prime. Man, if you want to do it, you should do it. Like this is the time to this do it. This is if the you're going time to. to do it. And listen, I don't know. So, I, I, uh, to now the you listeners, know, <laughs> right? I'm going to get him now. <laughs> so, to the listeners, this, no, this is a fact. This is a fact. Daniel will not be doing MMA fight. 
the two people sitting in front of me right now, I have uh, absolutely the most respect for. And I, like, they could not be more accomplished. Like, y'all, y'all do whatever it is that you say you want to do. I mean, there's no, there's no, I don't want to say there's no quit. We all have quit, but. Everybody has quit. But you guys do a, a bunch of stuff. Like, it, no one is a bigger fan than me. Well, thank you. That's I appreciate that. For both of you. Especially Nicole. Not so much Daniel. Uh-huh. Yeah, not so much me. <laughs> That's not true. But I'm just saying, like, if you if you decided to fight, we we could... I wish... I say this to Nicole all the time. I wish you believe. I say this to Nicole about Nicole, but I'll say it about you, too. I wish you believed in you as much as I believe in you. If, if you did... There'd be nothing that would stop you because I believe in you. I will come punch you in the face if you want to get ready. I 100% guarantee (laughs) you. But no, I appreciate that. But my biggest thing is, and I've told, I don't know how many people, like new white belts in jiu-jitsu that came in, that my one true belief in MMA is it's not a hobby. It may be a hobby for you, but your opponent is looking to make a lifestyle change. Exactly, They're going to be trying to kill you. It isn't something you try out to see if you like it by stepping in a cage. The person on the other side of the cage, their life is riding on this, and you're fighting to the death whether you like it or not. I don't I don't always think that's it. accurate. Listen. I do. Look, that's what Michael says. Like, if, if bread. you take... It's bread, not Michael. Duh, bread. Babber. <laughs> <laughs> Hickory <laughs> is the armpit... <laughs> Of jiu-jitsu. <laughs> he ain't wrong. So, he ain't wrong. So I have to say that every he single He says if now. you go into a cage and you take the referee out of it, that other person is trying to kill you. Yes. For sure. That's it. You should take that seriously. Yeah. I do take that seriously. But what I think is, I think, so Daniel, we're just talking about Daniel. We're not talking about everybody. We're Let's talking not talk about, about Daniel. Daniel. No, no. MMA I'm talking about Daniel right now. You're going to get him in trouble. Oh, no. I'm, no, you I'm going to get him trouble. in trouble. That's what I'm going to do. Fired up. So, Daniel has a huge head start on anybody that that is taking their first MMA fight. Right. I mean, Daniel is a super legit uh, purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Daniel is a cardio monster, you know, professional personal trainer. Like, there's all he needs is some tune-up striking and some takedowns, and we could we could win a couple fights. Like, yeah. maybe you do two amateur fights and then you quit. You don't have to. But see, it don't have to be your lifestyle. Bucket list. bucket list. Check it off. No, so like, I definitely think it could be a bucket list, but it could also be a bucket list to where I take a shin to the dome a couple times. Could be, and that could kill some brain well, cells. I, mean, I like my brain. Bro, you're don't drinking fight beer in South right Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> don't fight South Carolina. <laughs> don't fight South Carolina. I mean, or do where you can shin someone to, else like, to the dome. I, I was about to say I like head kicks, so like, if I were to take an MMA fight, odds are it would be across the border in South Carolina. I feel Carolina. like we can oh. talk Daniel into taking an MMA fight right now. I feel like we can we do could. that. What would it take, Daniel? We, I don't listen, know. We, we just, need to fill your beer we just back have up. To, you go, <laughs> we just have to post this podcast, no, and we do then not. we can get all the listeners to, to talk Daniel into Or like they could, uh, they could I email think most of the or, listeners are my friends, and they would talk me out of listen, it. Listen, if Kyle can do it, you can do it. Well, first, let me tell you, if your friends are talking you out of it, then, then you, they're not your friends. I think they are my <laughs> friends, because they're looking out for my well-being. Uh, it depends on your well-being. That's all I'm saying. So let's get back to Nicole. Ma'am, yes. you're boring. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about Nicole. I know, right? That's what I was trying to talk about. And then y'all like brought it over <laughs> but here. But you're going to fight in MMA. I'm pretty sure. No. 2020 is your year. No. Yeah. All right. So you switch over to Phil and Bread. Um, 
So this, I take it, this is your first interaction with the bread. Exactly. He almost stopped me from even going to that gym. Like, I detested him so much. I met him at a, <laughs> um, I don't know, an XFC or some, some fight in Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, and he was such an asshole. I was like, man, do I really want to train with this guy? I mean, I don't know. Zach Klaus, I think, talked me into it. Oh, I, uh, I knew Ricky at the time, but, um, you know. We're going to have Ricky on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. you for, for sure. sure. I want to have Zach on Ricky. this podcast, too. Yeah. Yeah. I went to college with him. Oh, I had, really? like, a college class with him. Yeah, yeah, I love Zach. He's super nice. Beverly's confused over there. He's like, who's this guy? No, I, I'm. Is Zach not uh, the guy that. He owns Body Shot down in, like, Charlotte, I think. He was in Lowell, like, down the street from Jimmo. And then he moved to Belmont uh, or wherever where he is now. Hadn't he been working with uh, uh, Sean, the guy we used to work with? So, isn't that where he's been doing striking at? No, he has his own place. I know that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Unless Sean went to uh, Belmont or I think so. Zach, I thought Sean was he in Shelby. May, I don't know. I don't know. It might be a different. Zach. I know Zach. He had like what four or five MMA fights, something like that. Maybe. I mean, I think Zach went pro because he fought. Oh, did he? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was pro. Yeah, because I think he was on the XFC card. Um, Pretty sure. Yeah, it's been a while. Cool. So you met Zach. Let's move on. Sorry, I interrupted. (laughs) I mean, it's it's what I do. Zach's cool. Welcome to the conversation. I mean, you were busy pouring beer, and he comes back. I was being the bartender. So anyway, I did not like Michael. Fred, whatever, didn't like him. But um, I I showed up anyway, and. uh, Fast forward, he got me beat up my second fight. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we need we need an explanation. Nah. We're going to have Brett on this podcast, too. Oh, We're going to get him back him, in here. Have, if you can get him to admit it on air, he will. Like, I've gotten him to admit it to me. Whether or not he admits it on air, I don't know. So, just did he, he just take an opponent over he, your uh, skill set? Or? He did not like my husband's, ex-husband's. Um, I don't know. I can't say I blame him. But, <laughs> well, that's um, I mean, Sounds like he's a smart man. He uh, he got mad that um, you know, I uh, listened to him over my weight cutting or whatever, you know, and he thought that I should be fighting amateur at 105, which now I think he realizes was probably not even possible because amateur is the same day way in in North Carolina. Oh. So, um, I told him I would only do 115, or you know, if they want to do a catch weight at 110. Um, I would do that as an amateur. So he found this uh, lady from Virginia, I think, who had had like several um, kickboxing fights, probably like maybe some like underground kind of yeah. MMA. But she was like making her debut. Hmm. That, an, that happened to us with uh, Kyle too. Yeah, she was making yeah. her official uh, debut <clears throat> yeah. as a amateur MMA fighter against me at Fight Lab. And she was, uh, at the time, I just didn't have the tools. Uh, like now I look back and I'm like, man, I suck. You know, I should, (laughs) I could have won that fight, but, uh, no, I got, I got the shit kicked out of me for sure. For three (laughs) rounds. Like I got my nose broke. I was like, the, like blood was like choking me. Oh yeah. This was your second fight? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. It was not pretty. Like they were having to (laughs) mop my blood up out of the cage after the fight was over. My friends were like, well, that's excessive. I, like, snuck out of the back and, like, left. Dang. I was so embarrassed. Well, I mean, that's tough for your second fight. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. Didn't let that happen to me again. Okay, so. <laughs> it's like, not doing that shit. Yeah. That's out. Okay. So, 
after that decision, what made you continue to train with Phil and Brett? Honestly, I think I like that probably happened on a well, it was at Coyote Joe's, so it might have been on a Thursday. Uh, usually, that's when the Coyote Joe's fights happened, and I think I was back at the gym on Monday. Um, I don't know. I was a crazy person. <laughs> so you just honestly. got you just got grit. That's yeah. all it is to it. So before you started training with Brett, did you have any grappling experience whatsoever? No. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm not going to say I hadn't grappled at all. Obviously, I had. I was in an MMA gym. Um, I don't think that it was, like, great grappling okay. experience. So, you just kind of got in uh, Like I said, it. I had never put on a gi before. Um, I mean, there's a lot of grappling outside of traditional Right, but it wasn't like, I just didn't care at all. Like, there was... I put very minimal effort into like retaining any grappling information because I was just like, who needs this shit? I mean, that seems I smart. Just punch people in <laughs> yeah. the face. I mean, that seems totally right? smart. Yeah, right. if you're in an yeah. MMA fight. Exactly. I don't know why I just didn't do boxing. Don't like, I don't know. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna do MMA, but I don't care about doing anything except for punching people in the face. Like, I don't need to wrestle, which is like now she, laughable. Right, which is like the only thing right. that she does now. Like exactly. the, the thing that she does best. I shouldn't say yeah, not the only. But. Right, it's like yeah, I was just dumb. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> I'd like to tell a little story about the first time I met Nicole. I don't okay. know. I don't. I really don't remember the first time I met Nicole, but the first time I remember meeting Nicole. So uh, I was teaching over at Atlantic, and I had a uh, couple students that wanted to compete. I think it was Natalie, which we we know is Bones. Shout out Bones. Natalie R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Natalie Ortega. I don't Natalie. think it's R.I.P. She still trains. Ortega. Yeah, she's totally yeah. she still trains. So, she did. Natalie. But she's coming back when she when she gets undead. We'll we'll resurrect when her. she gets undead. <laughs> Warm that blue belt back up. Yeah. I mean, listen. I, this is a side side story here. That girl needs go. a purple belt. I mean, Jesus Christ, she's oh, been a blue, she belt. Had a blue belt. She I didn't roll with her last time she was in. <clears throat> she's been a blue belt for like four years now. I mean, oh, she easily. must have started about the time that I did. I guess. No, she did not. No. You shut your mouth. But also, um, like. She was my. She was one of my two first blue belts. Yeah, and think about well, how many. We not blue belts together. No, you were a blue belt, and she was a white belt. Oh, well, okay. I was I a white a, belt for six weeks. Well, man. I have a picture of you what? being a blue belt and her being a white <laughs> we'll belt at a tournament. We'll, All right. get, we'll definitely get to that. <laughs> so, um, Natalie and uh, who was it? Cody. Uh, Cody Burrell was like. Man, we oh, want to compete. Cody. Yeah. I mean, R.I.P. Cody. Well, no. I mean, he's a Marine and out doing crazy Marine stuff now. Is he training with you? No. Okay. R.I.P. Cody. R.I.P. Cody. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag R.I.P. Cody. Um, so they were like, hey, let's go compete. And I was like, well, I'm not competing. Y'all are retarded. I'll go coach you. Was, Which tournament was this? This was at the... Um, was this a Monster Cup? Monster Cup at Great Wolf Lodge. Yes. That was oh, the best day I ever. About that. that was not well. It was the best day, but for some different it reasons. Was the best day for me. <laughs> so um, we get. I, I just you know I don't man. I'm a stupid blue belt. I don't know shit about entering people in tournaments. I don't know nothing. I'm just like, well, I'll go with you. Yay, go team. You know. <laughs> and so um, they didn't have enough women to make like a, a blue belt bracket and a white belt bracket. So they just put all the ladies. In one bracket. Not all of us. I think they separate us it was like two, by weight. Right. Basically. Yeah. But, oh, okay. but there was only two brackets. It wasn't right. like a like a one hundred five to one fifteen, and I yeah. mean it was like, it was like lightweight like, and heavyweight. Right. That was it. Right. But I mean, there just wasn't a lot of people there. You yeah. Know? No, that's understandable. And so uh, it was. Well, that was probably one of the last monster cups, right? It was one of the last. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was 
it might have been the last. Yeah. I don't remember. It was probably the last, yeah. So it was uh, Nicole and Natalie and some other girl. I don't remember, but she was white belt. And Natalie went out there and just did her best. And Nicole just ground her into a pulp. And I was, I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you what to do. You know, I mean, she's just better than you. I can't help you. you know? <laughs> and and the, it, for those of you that don't know Nicole, she has legit resting bitch face, like 100% of the time. She looks like a terrible human being. And I'm like, I'm kind of mad. You know, I'm like, man, what a jerk. Like, she just beat up my friend, you know. <laughs> and then, but fortunately, Natalie's just like, okay, you know, good to meet you. I'm glad she's smiling. I wasn't mean you know? to her. I'm I, sure. I know you I were. Was not I'm not saying you were. No. I'm saying this was my perception yeah. of the of the event. But then this other girl, she steps out on the mat, and it, this is for first place because she got a buy. Because there's only three girls in the in the uh, bracket, and so she sees that Nicole is wearing a blue belt, and she goes ape shit. Like even before she gets on the mat, she's like talking to her friend or teammate or sister or something. They're over there. Well, she's a blue belt. I ain't supposed to be in the same. I was like, whoa. I mean, I don't. What do you want me to do? You know, I don't. Why are you yelling at me? I don't know nothing about her. So Nicole just kicks that girl's ass too. And so it's uh, now it's Natalie and that other girl. And Natalie beats her. So she's can crying. I, can I interrupt yes, you? Yes, please, please. Can I interrupt you about that girl? Interrupt. This is the only part of that day I really remember. <laughs> I mean. I, I didn't even, like, at the time, I didn't know you guys, so I didn't know Natalie. I didn't even remember, like, when I met Natalie, yeah, that's who yeah. I'd competed against. But that girl, the other one that complained, I do remember that match because she tried to go ape shit She went on hard. Me. She went and so hard. so <laughs> she tried to jump guard, and I just, like, stiff-armed her. Stiff her. And she, like, fell flat on her back. Fla- and then quit. Thud. Yeah. <laughs> and then started crying. Yeah. And that was the end of the match. I like. Rem- I rem- I was standing on the sideline because I was watching because I wanted to see. Uh, you know, I mean, I was a stupid blue belt, but I was still yeah. trying to pick up ways to beat Nicole. I don't know how. <laughs> and so this this girl tried. To, that girl was way heavier than you too. Oh, yeah. She was. I mean, right. Like the the weight gap was probably like forty pounds. Like when you, it was like one sixty to one hundred five or something. You know, it wasn't. It mm. wasn't like a. It wasn't like 105 to 115. Like I said, yeah. at this time, I was probably like walking around less than 120. That girl tried to collar tie Nicole and then tried to like jump in the car. Nicole just stiff-armed her right in her gut and she just <laughs> fell down. She went thud. <laughs> and then she started crying and the ref's like, uh, I guess that's uh, a submission. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she quit after that. And I mean, just, uh, she didn't come back. <laughs> Michael and, and uh, uh, Professor Joe Hurst got an earful. Yeah. From her and her sister. Oh, yeah. They were. I mean. It was funny. So what Nicole don't realize is like I was standing off the mat. Her, I, I don't know Hating if it was her me. sister or friend. I, I didn't have any. I sort of wanted to kill you, but <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted. Mostly yeah. I wanted I wanted my student to kill you, but she didn't. So I couldn't help that. <laughs> and what's really funny is like what a funny world that we live in. So I, I meet Nicole as in this sort of negative way. She beats my student. and I mean. Natalie wasn't even really my student. She was just my training partner. I wasn't even really the coach at the time. You don't have to make excuses now. No, I'm saying. You don't. It's okay. <laughs> that was Shut kind up. of a weird yeah. transition well, when I'm we saying, first started uh, the I mean, program. It's yeah. okay. You I'm, don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Nicole. So, but now, like, Nicole's one of my Natalie. best friends in the whole world. And, yeah, yeah and Natalie's friends. Like, yeah. it's I'm, just interesting how this all turns out. Jiu-Jitsu is great. Jiu-Jitsu is a small world. <laughs> it is a small world. I don't even know how we became friends, honestly. 
I don't see why y'all became me friends. Me oh, Really? Who, me and you? Yeah. Uh, like like close friends. I don't know how that happened. I don't either. It's my, uh, my charming disposition is what uh, I would say. I don't think it's it. <laughs> I think he's still trying to figure out how to beat me. I can see that. That's you did beat oh, no, him at the super I'll fight. I did. This is bullshit. No, this is not bullshit. I would like for up. everyone to you know this is talking. bullshit right now. Stop this is talking. bullshit. There was hey. no super fight. So there was a super fight. There was it was not. an impromptu after our third super fight got finished. Our and third super what? Say su- that again. Third super fight. Now okay. he's, he's trying to pick things out because he's mad. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to like, oh, just shut him up. He sounds stung. <laughs> I sh- what, yeah, you, sh- say, sh- you sound sh- what? Sh- Stone? Here we go. You sound stung. <laughs> so in the third super fight of, uh, actually, I already told this story. Yeah. Did you? At, on the uh, no, he just glazed second over. podcast. He's, he tried to okay. talk trash, but it's not so right. We I had a couple over. super fights that got canceled, so we needed to add one. See, right there. So it was Nicole versus Beber. What happens? Nicole. These are lies. Maybe. Allegedly, let's put allegedly, allegedly, allegedly in there. definitely caught Beber in a toehold. Allegedly, and he tapped. Amazingly, of course I tapped. I don't want to break my stupid so, foot. I got and then me and him went after that. But we so won't talk Rachel, about that. we did not. Rachel, <laughs> did who we? talked yes, me we into doing the super fight with you, like calling you out in the first place. I swear, I think that she's going to be manning the camera for this thing. <laughs> Amazingly, because you lost. There's no video footage. Seriously? Yeah. Nobody. She oh. was like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Wish right, Rachel. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Actually, this is kind of funny. Rachel said uh, she listened to the podcast. She was like, it's just like having a phone conversation with you. I listen to you talk, and I don't get to say anything. <laughs> That's what I said to you. Why does that not surprise I said the same thing. I was like, listening to this podcast that- is listening to the same stories I've heard Beber say repeatedly, and I don't get to interrupt him, and it's fucking painful. But I'm telling new stories to people that don't haven't already heard the stories. Uh, they're not new stories. Not they're just new people. <clears throat> we don't have the new people yet, because you don't advertise. Well, we're going to. They, go, they can go there. back. We're getting You're going to help us. Exactly. I'm... Everybody wants to hear this podcast because you're on here. Yeah, true, yeah. true story. All right, so so uh, no, no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be the the guy. This all time. right, go right ahead. Let's um, hear it. <clears throat> so, jiu you were terrible at jujitsu. You were in a blue belt for like what six weeks? You said no white belt. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were in a white belt for six weeks. So, I guess we. <laughs> I started training, like I said, at that other gym, so I did have some jiu-jitsu experience, uh, albeit very poor um, jiu-jitsu experience from my other gym, because like I said, I didn't, I didn't care about jiu-jitsu, um, and then when I started at Renegades, and I started training my jiu-jitsu under Michael Allen, he basically was like, uh, you're going to put a fucking gi on whether you like it or not, and uh, so I ordered a gi, put the gi on, whatever, I didn't know what I was doing, felt like an idiot. Uh, and especially because I was in a room of a lot of professional MMA fighters at that gym. I mean, it was like mostly professional MMA fighters at Renegade. And so, um, I was pretty terrible for sure. But, uh, I spent six weeks in my white belt, which I'm still angry about to this day. Honestly. I mean, you beat everybody. What do you, what do you about? I did like, I won, <clears throat> I, I did like, if you can imagine in that six week period, I did as many tournaments as I could possibly find I, at the time. I was very hungry. I'm and sure. I wanted to compete all the time. Uh, I didn't know what the fuck IBJJF was, so it was like new breed Naga, you know. Um, and the only reason I was even doing jiu-jitsu was 
because I wanted to get better for MMA, not because I cared about jujitsu. Um, and so I won as much as I could. I lost one match as a white belt. My very last match as a white belt, I lost. That's kind of heartbreaking, isn't it? It is. And I mean, I love the girl I lost to. She's Who'd you lose to? Haley Davis. She's such a sweet soul. I love her very much. Shout out Haley. I don't know her. Yeah. I spent like most of the match stuck in an arm bar. And then, uh, I can't remember. Maybe I lost the decision. I don't, I don't remember. But um, I survived that arm bar, which was a miracle in itself. I'd never seen like, she kind of like, not quite a like a flying arm bar, but kind of like pulled guard into an arm bar. I'd never seen that before. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing. Yeah. So I, a falling I, arm bar. Falling arm. Yeah. Bar. I spent a lot of time like trying to get out of that, and then I lost five points. But uh, then I got promoted to blue belt. And it's been all uphill from here. <laughs> I guess. I mean, my drive has not been uphill. It's been quite downhill. Well. I, Go ahead, Danny. Sorry. There's no way your drive's been downhill from Blue Belt. Because how many IBJJS have you competed in? How many tournaments? Like, how much <laughs> weight-wise, how many medals and belts do you have at you, your house You right couldn't now? put all her shit in a truck. That's I mean, what I'm like, saying. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to get a... You, you couldn't put her medals in a in a, in a I, Ranger. I think I had more... <laughs> I had more of a drive to compete. Like, so when I first started in jiu-jitsu i was still doing mma and so when i would go to jiu-jitsu tournaments i was not nervous whatsoever i was like sweet i don't have to get punched in the face today that's this amazing. is the best day ever you know like the competition was nothing <clears throat> i didn't get nervous um excuse me i just did, burp just burp right into the yeah. microphone that's what i said so unladylike you hit people <laughs> in the face <laughs> for money sometimes for money so, I should just burp and blame it on you. I'll take the blame. I'll take it. So uh, I did well. And then I think when I started, well, progressing in belt, however that happened, and then uh, getting out of MMA, I started getting more nervous competing in jiu-jitsu. I guess because I wasn't used to getting punched in the face anymore. I don't know. Or there was more pressure because my belt was getting higher. So it's not quite as fun anymore. That's a funny thing, though. You know, like, I can I can tell you. So, for the listeners that don't know me, I'm also a brown belt. Um, my, my good friend Nicole outranks me at the moment. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> it is. How's that funny? Well, it's not funny. It is funny. Because he's better than me. Let's be honest. It's not. It. No. If we, were to, if we were to. Competitively. If you were to compare belts to medals, <laughs> I don't think so. Whatever. As a coach, he is far better than I will ever As a coach, but you're a competitor. Let's not make this about me. I'm simply saying that Nicole does outrank me. Yes. At this moment in time, Nicole has two stripes on her brown belt. I have one stripe on Those my brown belt. Those that can't do teach. I mean. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, listen, I don't, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about that at all. That was perfect. Hey, one of the greatest coaches on the planet Earth. Professor John Donahue has never had a, has a zero and zero comp- competition you, record. You keep throwing that out there. I'm, no, I'm saying like it, it is a fact that like those that can't do no, teach, I don't do real 100%, well. Hundred percent, you're an amazing instructor. I'm, so he yeah. is. I will never take that away from him. Yes. He's fucking phenomenal. I'm not a great competitor. I'm like a mediocre competitor. I'm okay with that. It's I would say I, better than mediocre. I mean, you're for your win age record. bracket. You're very yeah. well. I'm okay. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> for the old guys, like yeah, you're for the master seven decent. division. You're doing great. <laughs> well, no one's ever going to accuse me of being like. I thought a, it was executive. <laughs> executive. That's the that's old. That's Naga. <laughs> yeah, that's Naga. That's Naga. 
It's so, Master 7 when you're in IBJJF. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say. What oh, was I gonna say? oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I can remember now. So, uh, Dan is a four-stripe purple belt. I'm a, two, I'm a one-stripe brown belt. Nicole's a two-stripe brown belt. What I would tell you is, if, if any of you uh, lower-ranking individuals are listening, it gets – the pressure mounts the higher you go until yeah. you – some days, okay, the days that I do well are the days that I don't care about that. Like, if I just walk in a place and I'm like, Psh, I don't care. Like, like the last grappling industries, you know, I won everything. But, um, I like, I, I watched a video of that and I didn't, I, I had, I was in a, I was in the right headspace. I was like, totally good. I was like, I don't care. Man, it's cool. Like, so what? I don't even know what belt that person is. We're just, we're just going to roll yeah. on. We'll try to submit them. You're very good at controlling your emotions, though, when you can. Yes. You think so? Mm-hmm. I, you have a very... I must hide it well, because most of the time I'm terrified. Well, no, oh, you just... So you, have, you have a talent, really, like just a personal thing talent. to you, to where you follow a game plan. That's one thing that I True. can never pick up on. Like, I'll go in with a game plan, and then I'll get in there, and be like, oh, okay, this plan ain't working, so let's just do whatever happens. And you are very good whenever you did the super fight with Vernon. You went in there with a specific game plan. We talked about it before you went. I was coaching you, like, you know, just for novelty, basically. No, it wasn't for novelty. I heard you clearly. It was good. Yeah, but whenever I was coaching you, you had that game plan. And even though things weren't going according to plan, you pulled it back together and continued your game plan. That was just, it was a great experience for me to watch as a competitor and as a teammate to see where I need to push you and try to help you get better. But also as a coach, you were my coach yeah. that day. So it's exactly. important that yeah. you distinguish. So, uh, coaching is a skill set all yes. of its own. It's not like, uh, you're not just because you're a good competitor. Don't mean you're a good coach. No, not at all. So it was a good opportunity for you to exercise your coaching ability. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought you were a great coach. Oh, thank you. I would say that I had building. A, go ahead. While we're talking about Beber, cause I don't care. Uh, You're going to go pee? I'm going to go pee. Okay, we're going to talk trash <laughs> Listen, about you the entire guys, time. they filled yes, me full of are. beer, so it's this not is true. what happens. I'm she really filled sorry. herself full of beer. Yeah, there was no peer pressure. We'll, we'll, we'll edit all this out. No, we won't. We yeah, won't edit this out. Edit out. We don't edit. Yeah, we don't care about you. Yeah, so all I would say is that like I had, um, leading up to that match, I had like a very specific uh, strategy, and it was to go to the legs. Like yes. my entire strategy was... Pull guard, go the legs, attack mm. attack his feet. Exactly. But I got the flu, and I was I like spent the two weeks prior to that like literally laying in bed. I could not get out of bed. It was it was it was, uh, it was the worst flu I'd ever had in my entire life. And so on the way there, you and I were talking, and I was like, "Man, I you know because Vernon outweighs me considerably. Yeah. I was like, I cannot have that guy on top of me. Like I so like pulling guard and being on the bottom seemed counterproductive to my current cardio situation yes. so i just had to stay on top it i didn't even it didn't matter to me where i just had to be on top but at the same time that was the one thing we weren't expecting yeah was you controlling the wrestling <laughs> for sure on the feet so whenever you took him down you were controlling the top position which like you said we were planning on you staying <clears throat> on bottom until you opened up a leg injury yeah but that didn't happen well, I would say, so first let me say, Vernon is a uh, 
top rate competitor. He's he's oh, yeah. competed everywhere all the time. Dude competes as often as <laughs> yeah. he possibly can. There's no it's ridiculous. no quit in that guy. And yeah. and he had uh, he had told me after the match he had an, uh, some injury to his leg, and so you know here we are we're both kind of handicapped. And <laughs> after the match, you know he's telling me oh I was kind of injured and I'm like yeah man I had the flu for two weeks something and like. Why didn't we just talk to each other and be like, "Hey, let's do this some other time"? But but it was one of the best matches we saw that night. It was pretty good. You know? Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of back and forth. And- I really enjoyed. It. I mean, there was a lot of action going on. There was a lot of matches that happened that night that were a little lackluster, and there were a couple that were just absolutely terrible. And you and Vernon not only went out there and did what you do, but y'all put on a great show for the spectators. I think which, we did put on a pretty good show. Let's be honest. That's what sells tickets. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um- I don't do a lot of tournaments, but I have done some super fights. I, I actually prefer the super fights. I guess just because I'm older and I don't have the, I don't have the wind. I, I like to be able to study like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna grapple this person yeah. instead of like I don't know who's gonna show up and I might have to grapple ten different people or whatever. Mm. But so at any rate, um, yeah, I mean, I thought you did a fantastic job as a coach. I, I oh, was thank you. I, I can't think of another coach I'd rather have. No. I mean, no, I that's for real. Yeah. I, I will say that, um, so Brad, or, or Michael Allen, as people say, it, it doesn't matter what your personal feelings about Brad is. Like, that guy is a really, really, really good coach. Yeah. He coached me at... Um, the Toro Cup. One of my Toro yeah. fights, yeah. I was <clears> sitting <throat> beside him running the camera, and I was like, Damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. this dude yeah. understands exactly what's for going sure. on right now. That's one, of the, one of the highlights of my grappling career, um, I had, had a super fight with Evan Arandondo, and I lost, but... You know, it was it was a good. I, I was far more competitive than I had planned on being. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, was a it, great match as it well. It worked out. You know, I mean, I, I lost, but I but I lost valiantly, I guess I would say. But one of my favorite moments of all time is Brad saying, "Bever, go Shug," and I knew exactly what he <laughs> meant, and I did it, and it was like like a highlight of my of my career. What yeah. career? Even but though you call it, sugar. it's called a sugar hold for me. But whatever. I'm yeah. back, by the way. <clears throat> Welcome back. Me. Welcome back. We're going to edit out all the terrible things we said about you yes. while you were gone. I shall never hear that. It's I don't okay. think you said anything because you were too busy talking about yourself. Who, me? <clears throat> me. Maybe. That was that was one of the wild parts whenever I was sitting there with the Toro Cup. I was filming while Brett was coaching you. I was right beside you. Brett literally coaches at like the voice I'm talking now. Whenever I was coaching you, I was like yelling and screaming, make sure you heard me. Brett was like, eh, maybe he hears me. Maybe no. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes he does get pretty loud. He gets pretty loud. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, he can. One of my favorite. So this is kind of funny. You were there for this story. So while uh, for the, those that don't know, I used to coach at a place called uh, Atlantic MMA, <clears throat> and um, so Michael Allen or Bread, as he's often known as, brought uh, several of his students. As a surprise to our gym, I don't. I still haven't really figured out why, but they just showed up. Oh, that was definitely <clears> like <throat> an exploratory. Yeah, they were thing. like, <laughs> was that not just the day that me and Eddie and him came? It might have been. No, there was, there was there was one or two other people. Yeah, that was more people than just y'all. Because he he brought um he brought Kenny one time too. If oh, I remember correctly. he might have done that without me. Because the time that I remember being there was just me and Eddie and him. Okay. All right. Well, so I, I think this was the, that particular time. So, um. Long time ago, when I was kind of in between gyms, uh, before I was teaching at Atlantic, and uh, when when I'd left my other instructor, me and uh, one of our mine and Daniel's former teammates, James Beaven, he and I went to this Newbury tournament, 
and I did I didn't know who who Brad was. I didn't know who Michael Allen was at all. And apparently, and I mean, I was a I, I was a blue belt, but I was not a good blue belt. I was never a good good no, blue belt. Neither one of us were actually blue belts <laughs> when we got our blue belt. Let's be I honest. don't know. I mean, I won that day, so I like won the gi and the advanced and the no gi division. So I must have been okay, or maybe it just whoever. <laughs> Probably, but yeah, like, I don't know. You take, you take us as blue belts, and you put us against our current oh, blue yeah. belts. It wouldn't even be yeah. close. No. Yeah, it's not close. We have, we have different standards now, but so at any rate, uh, I was coaching my my teammate James. And uh, James is a big guy. James is a freaking he, he's monster. He's a big old horse. He was you know? so strong. And uh, I, I didn't realize it, but I was coaching against Michael Allen. And Michael is so loud. And he's giving good instruction. He's like, okay, you know, pass that arm over to the far side and mousetrap on the left side and cross face, underhook. He's, he's, he's giving like real direction. And so I decided, since I don't know shit about nothing, <laughs> that my only job was to, A, drown him out. So yell louder <laughs> than him. Which is hard. It's real hard. My voice was gone by the end of that match. And then also um, to just tell my my friend to do the opposite of whatever he said. So, so if Michael Allen's like cross face on the left side, I'm like, I'm like, uh, watch that cross face on the on the left side there. <laughs> that was a- like my only job. Counter coaching, yeah. And a so, plus. <laughs> right? I mean, still not bad. Anyway, uh, years later, I ran. You know, Michael Allen and I become friends, and we, I, I he was telling the story about that, and I was like, oh shit, that was you. And he was like, that was you. And like we didn't realize that that was each other. He was like, I remember that. Man, I was bad as hell with you. Was that like, that was one thing I never understood was I remember that night like immensely because I rolled with bread that night and as a zero stripe blue belt, he literally had me a triangle armbar wrist lock and he was just kind of smiling <laughs> and at waiting. Me. He's just like, "What are you going to do?" Like, I I I'm going to try it and see what happens here. But you told me that he was coming up and bringing some of his friends. I'm like, "Oh, awesome." And I was like, "Wait, who? Like, yeah. how do you know this person? I don't. I did not know him at all. And you know, the funny part is when he took me and Eddie, he was like, "Oh, we're going to my friend now." <laughs> His friend. Wait. I like literally have. Wait, yeah. Let me pause. He's not very good at texting. <laughs> no, he is. He goes, "Beber sends." No, but like he misspells a lot of stuff when he's texting. I think because like he does like the, his autocorrector. He's in a hurry or whatever. He Talk to text and whatnot. Mm. So. I can't remember what he called you, but it wasn't Beber. It was like... Bagger. Yeah, Bagger. <laughs> We're going to my friend Bagger's place. I was like, who the fuck is Bagger? And I didn't even know who you... If he, he still if, calls me Bagger. Even if you would have even if he would have called you by your correct name, I still would have known who you were. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how awesome we were back yeah. then. So, you know, you don't remember the people you went against. You remember the people you lose against. That's okay. true. All right. Oh, I 100%. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, I was like, okay, whatever, we're going to Hickory. So, you know, Eddie and I jump in the car and we go. But, uh, yeah, it was, he called you his friend. But I'm pretty sure he didn't know you. We had you. never met <laughs> you know, in our just, lives. He's, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the only time we had met is when I coached against him yes. <laughs> at Newbreed and, and when I coached uh, against so, him with you. So, wait, did he just, like, send you a message or something? Or, like, why I, did I he I think co- it was, like, a gut check. He was like, let me go see what these people down here are and doing. And, you know, oh, he never, okay. like, on the way there, like, if it had been like that, I feel like he would have uh, – 
like said on the way there, he would have told me and he'd be like, oh, we're about to fuck these motherfuckers. But he didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I thought, I think it was was actually a friendly visit. Sure, but I'm saying it was like a check. Which to is see, rare. Like, see who, who they are, you know, see what's going on. I think that's what it was because he made the armpit reference yeah. while he was teaching class. For sure. And said, but y'all seem to be a pretty good group up here. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Maybe yeah, we're doing I remember something when, because when we went, I can't remember if I was a blue or purple belt, but... I was you were a blue belt. Sick. You were definitely a blue belt. I was belt. so fucking sick, but I wanted to go. You were definitely a blue belt because I remember when you got promoted to purple belt, you were supposed to be promoted to purple belt at that tournament that Atlantic put on. That 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 we Eddie all, so we had already, fucking ran. Yeah. That belt was yeah. supposed to be yours. Yeah, it was. And Eddie <laughs> took it from me. And then, damn Eddie. And then got, We're going to have Eddie on, too, and oh, without you. Then he got mad see, that I got see? promoted the day after him. Like, oh, I can't have nothing for myself. I'm like, bitch, that was supposed to be my motherfucking belt. Like, you took it from me. You wait. I'm going to have Eddie on here yeah. just by himself without you. And we're going we're gonna to talk yeah, all kinds of shit about you. Run that story. All right. What? You can say it. Just say what you want. We're at one hour an hour. Do you want to keep going? I know well, you want to keep it under an hour, but I think we easily have... I, we're no, so we're on Joe about. Rogan time we're right now. We're at 55 minutes we're going and 42 on seconds. Hey, I'm looking at the recording. We're at an hour and 52 seconds. Well, we're wasting time talking about time. Anyway. Right. Yes, we are. Let's keep it going. <clears throat> let's talk Let's talk more about Nicole. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. So, oh, damn, we barely got started. You didn't even touch half of the I subject. I know, right? Well, we can oh have you on. Like, Jason we, doesn't shut up. You are literally oh, going to be me? a reoccurring guest. Yeah, I'll come just, on more. Just ignore him. And we can It'll finish be fine. this. You're going to blame me. Yes. For yes, real. Yes, I will. For so real. anyways, <laughs> I like we're literally up to her second MMA fight. No, no, we, we're past that. We're no, not, not past really. that. No, no we, you didn't pass my. We talked to her second MMA fight. Well, she's still with Phil. Do we she's have to talk about every single MMA fight she's ever had? We like. I want to hear about her progression through things. If we have to like, listen to your dog training, we oh, no we shit. don't have to do that. Nothing. Was like twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay. That was your fault. That was my fault entirely. But it interested me, so I want to ask about it. Okay. Continue, Nicole. Please, I don't know. What's please the tell question? us about your third but, MMA so, fight. No, no, no. It know. wasn't the third MMA fight. The big thing was whenever uh, you were training with Phil and you were training with Bread. What got you interested in grappling? Because you said you were grappler or I a striker forced. throughout the force. I was forced. Okay, Michael <laughs> Allen forced me to order a gi, and that's why. What kind of gi did you get? Was it a show you roll? Kickskin. I didn't know what the fuck. Kickskin. What was. the fuck? What is, is that? I never heard of that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> were you sponsored by them? Did they send no, you a, a bag? They and... didn't. But they were very nice. I don't even know if they're still in business. They're uh, not. They had great customer service. I've never heard of them. But I will say that their ghee was like trash. So no, it was a great ghee, oh. and I'm actually pretty sad because I sold it to someone I knew because their daughter wanted to start jujitsu, and I thought that she was gonna like. How funny is it that you are the size of someone else's daughter? That makes me laugh. Well, She's she was like 17. Daughter. So like at the like time the I ordered like that gi, then I was the size of a 17-year-old. Shut uh, up. Anyway, uh, we're talking about me now. Children wear your clothes. <laughs> so that gi was like super heavy. It was a fucking tank. Like you would never want to wear that gi. I had one of those. I summertime. sold it to Jerry. R.I.P. Jerry. R.I.P. Jerry. R.I.P. Jerry. If he would put that gi on, he could probably lose some weight. I know, right? That thing literally—it was—it was a old. It was one of the first gis I ever bought. It was a bad boy, 
and it was 100% ripstop. I remember seeing pictures of you in this. When you sweat in that thing, it gets 25 pounds. Yes, yes. It was so heavy. I was yes. like, I've got to get rid of this. Jerry's like, oh, I'll take it. Yeah, and I you trained in that fun. gi in a fucking warehouse. And it was, oh. I don't know, I don't know. I was a crazy person. That's the only way I can explain it. The only place I remember uh, going to train where you trained was on Dalton, Dalton mm-hmm. Avenue. Is that the same place? Out. Okay. Yeah. Dalton was terrifying. It was. It was. So that's where I trained with Tex Johnson at. It was like oh, really? it was the, yes. a warehouse. Oh, with, that was the one that was like 90% weight training equipment. No, no, no. So that's like, lun- that's was, lunatic habit. There was oh, okay. three. So at Dalton, um, there was a lot going on in that building. But on uh, there was like three sections of the building. Okay. Um, and then... One section, it was all weight training, like CrossFit kind of setup. Yeah, they had like uh, they had astroturf, like astroturf, like you could do like and, sprints down yeah. and like a oh, nice. fucking monkey like yeah. gym or whatever, like yeah, it, all kinds of stuff. And um, and then in the middle part was our MMA gym. We had a huge mat space. We had a boxing ring. We had a cage, cage uh, like all kinds of mat space. It, yeah. was, it was like combat. For sure. Yeah, Got it was great. And then, like, the other section at the time was for some other business. Who knows? I thought, did Fight Lab not, like, rent that other side where they stored, like, all their equipment and stuff? Well, I think uh, Ernie or whoever owned the building was renting it out, basically, or giving some space to Fight Lab. Okay. And so, um, part of it was for another business. And then two sections. One was, like, Fight Lab, basically... Um, and then one section was for the CrossFit or whatever, personal training people. And there was kind of like a section in the back of the building where offices were and like some extra storage or whatever. i never seen any of that. I just got my ass kicked by Tex yeah. like right there on there the There was mats. a lot going on in that building. <laughs> yeah, Tex Johnson and his uh, wife or girlfriend or whatever. Uh, it was his wife, there. Yeah. yeah. And their little dog. Like Tex just beat the crap out of me and John Stanley for like every Sunday for a couple months and then he left. Yeah, that's where I first met um, <clears throat> Diane. She only came in to do like privates with Tex, and that's how, that's how I first met her. Diane, uh, who trains at Piper's now. Ste- mm-hmm. How do you say her name? Stegall. Stegall. Yeah, maybe? I'm sorry if I'm butchering right. that. She's I such a you. cool lady. She is the best. <laughs> I've never met anybody with a better attitude yeah, than her. Yeah, she does. Yeah, I love her so much. But that's, I have no clue who that is. Well, you need to get in the community. Yeah. You're missing I'm out. I'm not in the community. <laughs> we know this. I'm you're, you're like four. That's one of the best parts that I think I found about jiu-jitsu. Like, the only thing that's, like, kept me going sometimes is the people that uh, I travel or whatever I meet. Um, it's great. I, I would never... Anyone that, like, trains at a gym that discourages you from, like, cross-training or visiting other gyms, like, they suck. Leave. Yes. Leave them. It, Leave it, them. Okay. So, Nicole, make a statement. Say what you just said. Make a statement. If you find yourself training at a gym that either does not allow you or is, it punishes you or tells you that you cannot cross-train or visit other gyms outside of your affiliation, you are in a cult and you need to <laughs> fucking leave. I second that. I, so, second, um, I third that. Daniel thirds it. If you... If you are in a gym, listen, my buddy Johnny Buck, he he has some extreme ideas sometimes. I love Johnny. <clears throat> I love Johnny, but 
Well, I don't always agree with him, but I like him very much, and I'm terrified of him. So, yeah, so there's we just that. talked about this the last time I was up there. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, Johnny says a bunch of crazy stuff sometimes, but I will say, like, he, he went live on Facebook the other day and said, uh, you know, talking about the white belt cult. And what was funny was, it was like me and him having a conversation. If you, I, I totally agree with him. If you train at a place that tells you you can only wear this color gi or that you have to, I'm not saying that, like, you can't – I don't know how to explain it. Like, there might be days where they're like, oh, we want to take a picture, wear your sure. white gi no. so you can see your belt. You Even know, in, I understand. But, like, if they're like, you can only get on our mat if you have our team gi on. Yeah. You have to buy it from us. You've got to spend $200 on it. Like, fuck that yeah. place. Yeah, like, find a new place. That is a cult. Yeah. I just want to say to all the listeners, Bever gives me shit. Every time I wear one of my gray geese or one of my not, color geese. He does geese. not like gray geese. <laughs> so I can tell you that. I would like it known. But fuck yes. him. I hate geese that are not blue or white. But have That I, sounds like a cult to okay, me, my Okay. Friend. No, that's my personal opinion. Have I ever... I'm sorry. I like black geese, too. Have I ever like told someone that they can't come so on our mat because they're wearing... You are the IBJJF. No. Ugh. I, I I have a preference. I'm of sick what of I your like. rules. I'm sick of your segregation. <laughs> I, all I'm telling you is: ha, Have you ever heard from me say say, "Oh, student A, you can't go to this person's open mat"? Have you ever heard me say that? Oh no, no, no. So have when you, it comes to visiting other gyms, you've always encouraged that. But every time I wear my favorite geese, I hate your my favorite geese are fucking white and black. I don't even think I have a white gi anymore. Listen, this is like if you went to a church that gave you shit about the clothes you wore. Yeah. You know, like See, exactly. You well, are basically Listen, Beber. Especially at gyms like you are paying to be there. That, this isn't the flavellas of fucking Brazil. They're not paying you to be there. They're not fucking getting you out of poverty and Sending you to tournaments like you are paying them. You wear what the fuck you want to wear. Yes. Nicole hits on an excellent point. I agree. Anytime you train jujitsu, remember you are the customer. If you are with an instructor that A, just wants to beat the shit out of you, or B, <laughs> don't you laugh. I'm just laughing. <laughs> or B, just wants you to follow their ideology, their... You know, their scale, their what you should be. Don't look at that. Look to what jujitsu actually is. Look to what martial arts really is. And that's a self-discovery thing. A lot of people get trapped in, oh, well, my instructor says blank. Well, okay, so what does everybody else think? Like your instructor says that, you know, you can't do leg locks in the gi. Cool. Well, if you want to do leg locks in the gi, find somebody else. If your instructor says, oh, we don't mix in striking, okay, we'll find somebody else who mixes in striking. Like, that's a big thing. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, now I do think some of the things that I've mentioned are bad, but I'm not saying no. that everything, like, you go into a gym and they have, uh, you know, a, a structure that you don't particularly like. That doesn't mean that it's a bad structure. No. It's not a structure that you want. So go somewhere else. Yes, you as a customer, you're paying money. If somebody's making you feel like you shouldn't be there, or if somebody's making you feel like this has to be the only way, then find somebody else who doesn't. That was our biggest thing is we had an instructor that really didn't fit the model that we were looking for. So we decided to make our own, make our own club, invent our own program and our own team. 
Well, for me, um, I think about, I was at Henzo's one time and there was somebody, a visitor, and he was wearing like an orange gi. And I heard some dudes like plotting that dude's death. They were like, oh, we we going to get that guy. Which, I mean, so here's the thing. You know, it's a silly thing to think about, like what color clothes you wear. But listen, if you, if you, if you own a blue belt, <clears throat> you know that if you wear an orange gi, you're a target. Right. Like, you know that. Cool story. Like, this is, this is the, the culture that we live in. Right. And if you go to Henzo's and you wear a, an orange gi, like, prepare yourself for battle because yeah. that's what's going to happen. And, and it wouldn't matter what, what academy you went to, like, that, that would happen. Yeah. Now, no one at Henzo's, here's what I'd say. No one at Henzo's said, you can't wear that gi. Like, you are, you were welcomed. You paid your mat fee. Like, you can go get on the mat and, like, learn from the best. Good luck, like, when yes. it comes to sparring. And so that's the way I look at it. Like, you know, if you wear, I'm not, I'm not mad about somebody wearing a tie-dye gi, but, like, if you wear one, you gotta, you gotta be prepared for the shit that comes with that. But at the same time, so Bobby McMaster's, I love He'll that wear, guy. He wears a tie-dye gi everywhere. Sure. At the same time, good luck. Yeah, I mean, like, go to Henzo's and do that. See how that works right. out. You know? yeah. With yeah, Bobby for sure. McMaster's. There's things with gis that, like, <clears throat> I have pet peeves about. You know, if I owned a gym, I would Why? say, oh, you can't do this. But, Why? yeah, there are things that bother me. Why does it matter? I hate mismatched fucking tops and bottoms. Same. Why? I Same. I think it's an Ugh. OCD it thing. Matter? It pisses me oh. off that you ordered Phoenix <clears throat> geese with that have black bottoms black bottoms and gray, and gray tops, tops with black lapels. <laughs> Bam! Thank yes. You, yes, I uh, did. Okay. They listen. look awesome. Actually, they look so good. They the are black, so comfortable. Like the, the, the different color lapel thing does not bother me. Oh, it ter- It makes me it, it, it makes no. me cringe. It doesn't because that's like an IBJJF thing. Like, oh, your lapels can so, be different colors. So Fuck for the them. people who are listening, I ordered black pants a gray a gray jacket with black lapels. I would, and they look awesome. I would like this noted that Daniel did this while I was in New York City yes, training. Yes, I did. When, when I left, yeah. when I left Phoenix I to Daniel. Shit. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're going to leave us? And it, <laughs> Fuck you. He didn't, he didn't text me and be like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. He was just like, he just no. did it, which I'm, yeah. I love. We'll never do that again, but I love it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I think it's just kind of an OCD thing for me. I just don't like mismatched no, keys. No, you got to mix it up. Yeah, you I don't gotta, like. I don't. I don't like red keys. I, I don't know that. Like some of the funky stuff, I don't particularly care for. It's not something that I would wear. Um, yeah, but you don't hate the people that wear them, right? Exactly. Yes. Like, shout out! Shout out to Brian Miller into, then, who wears a red gi. Uh, well, shout Brian out. Miller can wear whatever the fuck. Shout he wants out to, wear. to Kevin uh, Schroeder. <laughs> Who wears the well, yellow gi? Well, well so hang on. Yeah. Brian Miller can wear whatever he wants to wear because he can whip your ass. And why, and why, why can Brian Miller wear whatever he wants? Because he can whip your ass. Good luck trying to trying to pay pay him yeah. for wearing a, a, right. a orange gi with blue lapels. Right. Like, like what am I oh, going to do? Oh, the Dragon Ball Z gi. I forgot yeah. about that. I mean, yeah. like, I hate that he wears that gi, but it doesn't. Like, what am well, I going to do about right. it? Right. Exactly. You know? Right. Like, good so luck. you're saying. You have to be a great grappler. To you just have to be ready for I'm the saying you repercussions gotta, yeah. against people See, who are bothered. You got to pay the that. bill. I don't care. Like we've had students come in here and they're BDUs because they didn't have a gi, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I love that. That's we're different. gonna roll. That's yeah. different. They How's that but different? No, it's That's totally different because they don't have a. Gi. They don't it's have not a, gi. a traditional gi. Doesn't matter. It's, it's it's not n- the standard black and white colors that IBJJF. Okay, so if if someone just can't afford a gi. 
And they just pieced together one. Uh, okay. Whatever. But if you specifically went out. If you went out and bought, <laughs> and bought an orange a yellow key. or orange key. <laughs> you know you're going to get some. Somebody's like, I'm going to choke that listen, in extra hard. I know and, what my next purchase and is going to be. I hope you do. Honestly. Please. 100% I, I, I will. I shouldn't even say anything. Because like, as far as no gi attire goes, nothing bothers Look. me. Fucking wear whatever yes. you want. No I mean, gi attire should be as fucking ridiculous as possible. You're wearing a fucking gimp suit. Exactly. <laughs> like, why does it matter? Not me. I wear shorts with a, uh, a print a, of a penis on the front. With a statue penis. <laughs> I want oh, those shorts. Give I'll me give you those a pair. shorts. I got no, two pairs. No, I want the pants. Dude, I remember I only, the, got the, I only got the shorts. The one time you wore that, and we had like three visitors. <laughs> like, we will never see these yeah, three people it was again. Totally accidental, too. I was like, oh, I guess it just wasn't ideal that I wore these today. Yeah. And we never saw those three they people. Never again. Back. They never came yeah, back. Yeah, I honestly like. I'm all for no gi attire being as ridiculous. So what's maybe the I should be in Ten Planet. I don't know. <laughs> what's the difference between the There's no none. gi? It's just different because it's... gi is a uniform. And like I okay. said, I'm not gonna like I'm not a uh, a gym that would be like you can only wear white gi or you can only wear this. I'm, I don't want to be a cult about it, but I can't help that there are certain things that bother me when people wear the uniform. I say wear whatever you want to wear. Well, um, fortunately. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I have a fucking lilac gi. Uh, See? If, if, That's not IBJJF approved. Well, it definitely is not. I'm surprised because <clears throat> it's made by Show Your Roll. I'm, sure, I'm surprised Show Your Roll is they don't, own the fucking yeah. IBJJF. As much money as I'm to, sure they have. Yeah. I, say, I don't make enough to buy a Show Your Roll gi. Yeah. I think you know, this is an interesting topic. We should, we, should, we should make this like a topic of a podcast in the future. But like, it's really interesting you know, here's uh, three reasonably high-level grapplers that that have like these interesting opinions about what you wear. I so, think that's the first level anybody, or the first time anybody, has considered me a high-level grappler. Well, I'm I'm happy about that. So while Nicole spits her beer through her nose, <laughs> she's laughing at me being think, called a high-level grappler. I think I'm wondering high- who's gonna drive Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you're a high level grappler. Women, high level okay, grappler. Wow. Either yeah. one of these motherfuckers home. The the problem is <clears throat> you don't think you are, and and that is legitimately Dude, the problem. He didn't say. I, he said reasonably high level. Don't get okay, too excited. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Don't get too excited. I think high level grappler, as in a, you won some like national awards, or b, Man, you won an EBI, listen, you won an IBJJF. Well, okay. High level off, to me right. begins at like the expert level of black belt. Well, not you're, at you're like, wrong. Somewhat of a purple belt. No, you're wrong, and and you are not somewhat of a purple belt. You are a very accomplished purple. I'm belt. I'm an okay purple belt at best. Oh my god, why do I have friends? Just go, that that's go. gonna be its just own go. podcast. Why am I just everyone's go. cheerleader? No one, no one's you like. You don't oh. have to be my cheerleader. Just go. Just continue okay. your story. I, I don't even know what I was talking about. I don't either. So I think it's funny that we have three. Somewhat okay, reasonably high level. Okay, grapplers. let me back up. We have two brown belts and a purple belt. Can there we all we agree with this? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Yeah. We have two two brown belts and a purple belt that that all have some sort of. Can we go back to me outranking? No, no, wait. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to get back this is to a your fact. story eventually. No, it, it, it may next, be in the next podcast. Next podcast. Yes. We're, we're done yeah. with this. So it, it's interesting to me that we have people. Of high of higher rank, we are all considered yes. high higher, higher rank. Yes. Okay, and we all have these feelings about 
out what uniforms you wear, which is, I mean, like in real life, I don't care what kind of clothes you wear. Right. But like, if you come into my academy, like I I care. That is weird. You come to my academy, I don't give a shit. Like, if you want to wear a bright pink one, because it's more of a uniform. In it is a uniform. It's a uniform. It's not just regular clothes. So why is that a uniform? But your nogi attire can be whatever you want. I don't know. I guess I feel like your nogi attire is your break. From your uniform. That might be right. Why can't your gi be your break? No, because your gi is your uniform. (laughs) That's not right. You're missing the. You're missing. I don't care. Like, that's why I buy gray gi. My. No, 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 I'm not saying. I'm not saying I have a problem. I don't have a problem with gay gray gi. Gay grease? Oh, (laughs) who's driving you home? Oh, my God. I used to have a gray gi that Jason talks shit to me about every single time I wore it. He here. tells me every, every time. time. I I yes. can I'll tell you after the podcast why he has a problem. I'm going to say it on here. Okay, but wait, whoa, whoa, no, we have to be honest with our okay. listeners. I cannot. We want to hear. I'm not, it. Yeah. Who, every time I walk down the steps and I'm wearing one of my gray gis, no, he's not. Fuck, no, all right. Let, let so it rip. listen, every time I, I walk let down it rip. the steps, let it rip. If okay. it, if you got a thing, let, let's hear it. No, let's hear it. Especially if it's against the person that this is about. I am not the one that said this, so don't get offended by me repeating why Jason Beaver does not like gray geese. So. This sounds like a great story. When. Oh, my God. When this gym first opened, and I used to come visit the gym all the time. Actually, one of those pictures, like, just popped up in my memory the other day. I shared What gym? What gym? Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, it was four years ago. Our gym. Gotcha. I I had a a favorite gee at the time I wore a lot. Uh, It was a flesh and blood gee. Which I loved very much. It was very... Uh, um, that was the company? Flesh and Blood okay. was the name of the company. And that gi lasted a very long time. R.I.P. Flesh yeah. and Blood. So, um, yeah, R.I.P. Andrew Spotswood, wherever he is. Um, Whoever that guy is. So, uh, I wore that gi in here all the time. And then Bever started giving me shit every single time I wore it here because... Leslie Steiner apparently wore a gray gi all the time, and it bothered him. Seriously. I don't even remember that. Well, Dude, that, that was that, in, that was inverted gear. Like yeah. that was a nice gear. Inverted gear makes very like, nice. He was gears. like wearing that fucking gray gi, like Leslie, and so that's why he hates gray geese. Whether he remembers or not, it's well, in his subconscious. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. I don't disagree. I'm not saying that your story is inaccurate. I'm saying I don't remember. That's all I'm saying. Well, that is why I you mean, don't like gray geese. You do drink if a lot. you want to get it's down to the psychology of situation. That is why I have the memory of like a clam. <laughs> you know, I have like <laughs> four brain knob. cells that could yeah. connect. Clams have bad memories. I don't know. Do they? Do they have a memory I, at all? I have no idea. I always heard goldfish because they have like a. Ten you know, minutes. here's here's why this podcast is is okay. It's not great, but it's Beer. okay. Beer, we're okay, and that it doesn't. I could say anything. Oh, I would like for the listeners to know, I'll be teaching a class, and if Daniel's not there, especially it's a morning class, I'll be like, I can say, okay, you never want to put your hand here. And I can say that because Daniel is not here today. And when I roll, I put my hand there. It's different when uh, you know what you're totally doing. That's accurate. That's different when you know what you're doing. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. You cannot speak in absolutes. There is not a single topic How the fuck did we get on absolutes when we're talking about Greg Geese? Because Daniel... Because Daniel, that's because all Beber always gives me shit for disagreeing with him. I don't always disagree yes, with him. I do, I, but I always disagree with somebody who speaks in absolutes. There's because no one to get this train back on the fucking rails. There is guys. no train. That's There's what you no don't train. There's no train. <laughs> this is like a hoverboard. We go everywhere. <laughs> it's what we want to talk about. We do what we do. 
But why does that have to do with Leslie Steiner and her gray gi? Well, it I has nothing to do with that. I don't because even, that was an awesome gi. I love that gi. I don't even remember yeah. that gi. So whatever. Well, I'm just that telling you, gi. that's why you're not allowed to wear gray gi. That's, that's not... In case hey, you're wondering. I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Well, you it's are, but he's still going to talk shit to you. Beber oh, yeah. rolls his eyes when I walk downstairs. I'm like, cool. I guess we're going to go hard well, now today. Now you know. That's the, why. The, one, the one day a week when, when hey, Daniel walks downstairs. You know what he's... Uh, you know what Beber is susceptible to? What? Toehold. Toe <laughs> He's also pretty susceptible to straight ankle logs. But uh, we ain't gonna talk about that. We can talk about it. Let's talk about it. Like, so, listen. If you if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. That's it. When yeah. you when you dive for foot locks, you put your feet in danger. It's a fact. Exactly. Yeah. The difference is, Daniel doesn't care about my safety. I care and very I much always about, care about Daniel's safety. So I'll be like, that's eh, a fucking lie. I'm not that's, gonna, I'm not gonna break this. On I Daniel. have let go of a couple of submissions never because of you, I look down life. and you're biting on your mouth guard and going, okay, like, fuck it. Here's, here's how we know Daniel's lying and drunk because hey, I have Daniel never in my life, that's not life. I haven't worn a mouthpiece in like six years. So for sure, I definitely haven't bit down on my mouthpiece so secondly like sometimes shit hurts and you just have to gut through it and get on through yeah and if i have to gut through a straight ankle lock to pass your guard and mount you that's what i'll do it happens and then and sometimes if i have to sometimes just... i have to tap sometimes so, what he's referring to is the last time we rolled at the <clears throat> ibjjf party or IBJJ. What? The, what? Wow. This dude is drunk. I'm, what is going I'm on? I'm not drunk. At Someone the big call ass, Sarah. At the big ass <laughs> jujitsu <laughs> party. Hey, I'm Do not tell my wife. Send me a text message. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You better tell Daniel to get home <laughs> right now. Why does my wife sound like bread? Is uh, she kind of, I don't know. I, don't know. Why, I haven't heard her speak in person in a long time, but apparently she's really country. Is she? Apparently, she's pretty. She's pretty dang country. There's no doubt. I love how both of us are checking our phones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You told a story about her in the background at one of the... Yeah. Yeah. You Daniel! Can, you can hear yeah. her. You can hear her. She's like, Worst his leg is right there, Daniel! <laughs> and and I would like it noted that Daniel won that match by what? Straight ankle Straight ankle lock. The same thing that he always gets me with, asshole. If shit works, you ain't got to try other shit, you know? Uh, okay. Yeah. I would also like it noted that Daniel won. I think he got gold in that division, right? It was in the gi. Got gold in, in the gi. No, I got silver. Where I went up against it? that other guy. After my nose got busted, I had to take like a 10-minute break to get my nose stopped bleeding. And then I went against that larger gentleman who was in that weight class somehow. I have no idea. He was easily 20 pounds heavier. No, I think Daniel's confusing two things. So, So Daniel won either... I didn't take gold in anything. I know I'm not confused. Well, you should start trying to win some gold. So that's yeah, all I mean, I'm saying. If you want to be a high-level grappler, Daniel. I'm not a high-level grappler. <laughs> Maybe you should be. That's yeah. it. I mean, I, Do you want to be try. on this conversation? Yeah. How are you in in this high-level grapplers conversation how with me and Nicole? How are you in this high-level <laughs> conversation? <laughs> like, let's be honest. He's got a Naga belt. Oh, I got that Naga belt, though. Was there, any, was there anyone in your division? It was me and this what? other guy. <laughs> was it you and William Johnson? <laughs> it oh doesn't count. <laughs> Let's talk. Okay, we gotta can tell we the story. About Let's talk about Willie. Let's talk about Yes, yes. So, we gotta so, tell that so story. I can make Willie listen to the oh, entire yes. podcast to listen to the last oh, five man. minutes of this hour and we gonna, thirty we minutes. We're gonna tag Willie. <laughs> Willie's gonna have to be tagged. All right. So, 
for the listeners that don't know, uh, it's hard to call call Willie our friend. <laughs> Something like that. Huh? So we, you know, I don't know how I developed. Uh, hey. Like I went back to discussing how I don't know how I became such close friends with Jason Beber. I really do not know how I became such good friends with William Johnson. I, I well, is he not the one who dropped off like a thousand dollars worth of yes. beer the other weekend? Yeah. He's a fucking <laughs> that is weirdo. Him. I okay. don't know what to He is you. definitely a weirdo. So I'm still drinking beer. Thank you, William. <laughs> yeah. All right. We so appreciate it, William. I would like it noted that I am currently sitting at a table with my two, easily my two best friends. No. No. Daniel and Nicole. So. Two only friends. What, basically, my. Well, no, I have other friends. <laughs> that. Okay, yes. Thank no, you don't have sex then. <laughs> whoa, 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 I was about whoa. to say that you don't put your dick in. But <laughs> we're we're going to need some editing on this podcast. No, no editing. No, no. Not allowed. All right, so uh, I would say that uh, William, calling William Johnson our friend is a funny way to, of saying it, but but he's definitely our buddy. You know, what? I like that guy. Yeah. I drove like, or I rode like 1,800 miles in a car with him. What? Oh, yeah. You guys worked together for yeah. New Breed. We were, oh, hey, he went with you, you on that trip. First of all, let's pause because... No, his, I went with him on that trip. His nickname is Crystal Meth Jesus, by the way. <laughs> for anyway, sure. Go Wait. On. Hashtag Crystal Meth Jesus. That's his actual nickname is Crystal Hang Meth Hang on. I'll Jesus. show you a picture of him okay. so you understand. Well, I've, I mean, I've <laughs> seen the man, but like... Then you should know. I mean, Crystal Meth Jesus is... He looks like a... He looks like he lives in Trailer Park. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So... Um, William Johnson is an interesting character, for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how we got started on this, but like he and I were blue belts at about the same time, and he was working for New Breed. He was a matchmaker for New Breed, and he was like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, try to enter the IBJJF, you know, six months or whatever." And I'm kind of out of shape, and you're old, and you suck. And I suck too, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put a bracket together for just me and you. I was like, well, uh, okay, I, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but whatever, you know. So I entered the the new breed, and I had like a no gi division and then a gi division, which I won. Thank you very much. What'd you win that by? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the video. Oh. Probably straight ankle lock. That's about that. And so I and, thought that was it. And so Daniel had, or I'm sorry, William had put this bracket together just for me and him. So it was like this grudge match. Was between, this in Concord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this at the the smaller area of Cabarrus? It was in the. I think that was the one that me and Lil D like. No, y'all weren't there for sure. You weren't. Were we, we weren't. Was the ones I there? Right now. You me were there. Eddie, yeah, yeah, for sure. And we weren't friends then. Yeah. Well, we were buddies, but we weren't like yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I will never forget. Uh, my instructor TC was like, "Hey, listen, the only thing you got to worry about with with William is this uh, this shin to shin sweep that he does really well." Because at that time, William was you know he traveled around, he did a bunch of open mats. You know, my instructor had an open mat, and a um, bunch of people would come. So, <clears throat> I drilled this. I drilled the defense to this shin sweep like. Over and over and over and over again. And then me and Willie locked up and he pulled guard and then he shin swept me. Like, I mean, within 30 seconds, he like tossed me on my you face. You let it happen. I was, I was so you mad suck. at myself. I was like, I am so terrible. William Johnson just 
just shin swept me and and i like practiced that this wouldn't happen and it totally i mean like i'm all in my head about it i'm just i'm I mean, in the middle of a grappling match, it's all I can think about is that he just did this thing that yeah. I practiced against, like him doing for months. So, and and the funny part is, I'd already had like I don't know five or six matches, and I'd won most of them, if not all of them. Daniel, you can't be going to piss again. I literally have piss again. How can you piss? <laughs> it's been an hour. I was trying to sneak away. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we'll anyway, talk shit about him. Once. We'll on. talk shit about him anyway. Please do. All right, so. He's he shin swept me and then like I reversed him and I, I had terrible jujitsu but somehow I won on points and I just I remember thinking like at least I didn't let Will and Johnson beat me <laughs> <laughs> at least Willie didn't beat me I'm sure he's gonna be very happy about uh, that he's gonna love it he's gonna so, love but it. didn't he beat you one time weren't you guys like William one Johnson one? has never beat are you me you're a liar any, no you're this a is liar. a fact ask you him I'll text sure? him right now. William Johnson has never beat me at Parcheesi, at Pinochle, at Grappling. Because I thought you guys boxing. were one and one. No, we are not one You're and nothing. You're not. Are you sure? I have the I'm only check. match. I'm check it. Please. I'll fucking text him. Text him right now. His wife will f- probably disown you, but like, yeah, you can text him. <laughs> All right. Text him I'm right now. I'm just saying, I thought you had told me before that no. you guys were one and one. No. What are you talking oh, about? Okay. In competition or in just yeah, messing around like, in the gym? Like in competition. Never. I will say that, so one time, I don't know what you were doing here. Some kind of open mat William showed up for. Do you yeah, remember this? I do. <laughs> to, okay. It so was guys, a huge open mat. There were like 50 people I don't know showed what up. exactly it was. Like I just tagged event. a bunch of people. There were like five black belts here and a whole bunch of people. Yeah. William, William so was here, yeah. I knew William was going to be here. <laughs> and we were friends at this point. I'd been talking shit to him, I guess. Oh, you're like, not friends now? <laughs> you know, it's every other day whatever he's fucking weird the guys i told you so uh <clears throat> i guess i'd been already talking shit to him and like telling him that, you know we were gonna roll and i was gonna beat him so i think you know he was a purple belt i don't i think i was a purple or you were you were purple, purple belt, belt too yeah. we were both purple belts maybe so uh you know i told him we were gonna roll i was gonna beat him and so you know i was riding up here with uh, you know, Eddie, my boyfriend, and Michael Bread, his father, who, if you haven't gathered, Michael talks a lot of shit. So, Eddie and Michael... No, not at all. Eddie and Michael get me fucking hyped up, which is what they do. <laughs> I remember this now. So, they get me fucking hyped up. I tell them, like, I'm about to go in here and beat William's ass. So, <laughs> I come into Penny Jiu-Jitsu, tell you, William, we're gonna roll. Eddie is filming. I... I'm going to have to ask him if he still has the video. Oh, I hope he so does. I like so So, hope he does. We're going to have William on this podcast too, by God. Yeah. So Eddie starts filming and William and I start rolling. And I can't remember like even how long it lasted. Maybe like a total 30 seconds. Why did it only last 30 seconds? Because Because you heel hooked him in the gi, a-hole. Because because I was at Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu. And I'm a fucking asshole, and it's allowed, <laughs> and I hill-hooked him in a fucking gi, which... Which at, we're totally okay with, by the way. Which Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu is totally okay with. So, See, first of all... Phoenix if, loves every submission. Right, exactly. So, if you're going to be here rolling at Phoenix, you should be aware of the rules. Everything. If you are not okay with those rules, you should let your partner know before you get started. 100%. Yeah. Definitely, yes. if you're a visitor at Phoenix, like, tell people. Understand and, the rules. Let your partner know what rules you don't want to abide to. 
So I he'll, maybe they will care. Right? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out. Yeah. Oh, you know, I heel hooks. Cool. <laughs> Watch out for your own shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I heel hook William Johnson in a gi. He tapped rather quickly. By the way, I don't think it was that tight. He could also. Be a pussy. I've never seen you do a heel hook. I've like never ever. seen you do a leg lock. You've, like, you've toe hold. No, no, she'll toe hold. Watch me toe hold. Oh yes, yeah, I watch. She's you about to so. Hold. Here's the thing. I, I've never seen. Her Whenever I rolled with you, you never went for leg locks because so, she doesn't hate you. It no. may have been because you were crushing my skull. At here's the, time. the thing. I never go for leg locks in competition because one, I fucking hate straight ankle locks. Why? Same. I They're so fucking, fucking effective. Like I them. love them. I don't like them. They're That's my fucking shit. stupid. No. Two, no the way. IBJJF, almost nothing is legal in the IBJJF ah, until, like, now I'm a brown belt. Yay, I can do fucking toe holds and knee bars. But, oh, by the way, guys, Jason Beber's going to PP. Oh. Shouldn't take long. Does that part of travel? Uh, <laughs> So, so I can't do, you know, a lot of leg locks at IBJJF. Absolutely can't do hill hooks. So, back when I used to do hill hooks all the time, like mm-hmm. I did on William Johnson. Yes. Uh, I accidentally tried to do one at a tournament and almost got disqualified. I, I can't, the ref was actually super nice because I was a fucking purple belt and should have known better. Oh, yeah. The ref was actually, it wasn't an IBJJF because I would have totally gotten DQ'd. Yes. Um, it was for another, like, new breed and or whatever. So the ref just like warned me, but I tried to like he'll hook my opponent because I just that was I was just used you know I just it I got lost in the moment yeah. and then I was like well I probably shouldn't do those anymore in the gym mm-hmm. because I'm gonna accidentally do them in competition. So, but I love hill hooks. I think they're fucking great. I wish they would allow so, them in IBJJF and Nogi at least. That's one of my biggest things. If it works, it's jujitsu. I've always believed that, so I don't understand the difference between. Heel hooking in the gi and heel hooking in no gi advanced. I, I don't like honestly. Like for me, I don't think like if you're gonna allow every kind of arm lock possible in a gi, yeah. why can't we allow every leg lock possible? In That's a gi? my biggest. What's the thing? difference? So yeah, there's friction on both ends. It like, doesn't matter, right? Like I've worked with many rehabilitation clients, and the knee is a lot easier. To rehab than the shoulder. Yeah. The shoulder is so complex, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And they'll let you Americana, they'll let you Kimura, they'll let you grind that thing out and neck crank yeah. as much as you want to, as long as you call it a choke. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, oh, I thought I was choking him. Okay, exactly, that's fine. yeah. It's like, oh, you were turning his chin back towards his shoulder blade. Right. Oh, so it was a totally choke. Cool yeah, it's, so it doesn't make any sense to me at all. And uh, It makes no sense because yeah. they should quit. If yeah. a if something hurts, I don't care. I went with Joe Fowler. I went with some other catch wrestlers to where their transitions made me want to tap. Yeah, there was no actual submission involved, but I wanted to tap because it just fucking hurt. I can get not allowing them at the like uh, earlier belts because those people are stupid and don't understand how to escape. Everybody but understands like, pain. No, but when you go to footlocks, people escape the wrong direction and they fucking blow their knee out. So I get that's it. That's their problem. So, well, You want to talk about Travis and the fucking well, hill I'm hook saying, that he jumped out of? <laughs> Do you guys want to hear this story? <laughs> From white, blue, and purple, you're probably too stupid for probably, most of you. Or to escape a leg lock You properly. still know so, what pain feels but like. I still think, yeah, but you panic. 
and you don't escape properly. So that's your problem. At, at least brown and black belt, you should allow hill hooks. I think purple belt should and be reaping. hill hooks in the gi. Fucking reaping. Can we I, reap? Yes. We should always reap. And if you're a purple belt and you don't understand what pain feels like, you've got problems. I am 100% for everything. I love neck cranks. I love heel hooks. I love straight ankle locks in the gi. I don't care. I don't care what clothes I'm wearing. If it hurts, I'm going to tap. That's all there is to it. That's different because some people freak out. They turn the wrong way. They blow their fucking That's their out. problem. They're dumbasses. So I would like it noted that uh, at at Phoenix, we've only had like two legit injuries ever. Two times we had, well, one time we had to call the ambulance. Well, it was, that was a freak was accident. It too? Who? No. Yeah, that was the one time. She just hit her head. Who? So, my friend Travis, who I've trained with for a long, very long time. Travis was good. Travis yeah, was he, a very legit blue belt. A very legit blue belt. And so, uh, we were at, a, at an open mat. I, actually, Brett was here. Uh, you may have been here, too. It was a uh, open man on a Saturday. Here? Yeah, he was here. I don't remember. Brother. I rem- I distinctly remember him being here. So it's Alzheimer's. I thought it was Alzheimer's. Like, by the way, I said Alzheimer's. Old timers. It was old timers. It was just a memory lapse uh, from drinking. All right. So, uh, so my friend Travis. I mean, he's he's my good friend. He's a, a skilled blue belt. Like not not a dummy. We yes. were at open mat, and um, I put him in Ashigarami, uh, straight Ashigarami. And uh, I was on the bottom, and he was standing, and uh, I, I got hill exposure, and I started to crank on his foot, and he literally just turned the wrong way. I mean, he like just stepped the opposite of the way you would expect I mean, a human being to do. People don't know. And I like I couldn't throw his foot away fast enough without his knee exploding. Like I I was like, oh my god, he's going to hurt himself, and I just I like threw his leg away. And, Man, it just it popped like way before I could get to 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 getting away from it, you know. I mean, it's it's a real weird feeling, like knowing that someone's hurting themselves. Yeah. I mean, it, like I didn't hurt him; he hurt himself. And so, man, it popped. It popped loud, and I like I was I was kind of grossed out and freaked out. Anyway, we got in some ice, and he went away, and I don't think he had surgery, but man, he was out for a while. Yeah. And so, like, I just think to myself, I'm like, man, why why would anybody not I, – I, I'm not talking shit about Travis. He's my friend. Like, I, I wonder, like – they just panic and they don't – like, they don't think. Yeah. You know, you're not used to being in that situation uh, if you're not in a gym that does a lot of leg locks. Sure. Which uh, – He came William, from a gym that did no leg yeah, locks. Yeah, William, I don't think they, they do a lot of they leg locks in they his don't. gym at all. At all. Um, what he thinks he looks are dirty, like him, whatever. <laughs> but then, <laughs> hey, I distinctly remember him saying something to uh, – Oh, uh, I don't know. Who, who was it recently got their black belt? Scotty. Uh, I mean, I'd have to look. We don't have time for you to yeah. Google this. He was, he was talking <laughs> trash to someone uh, who, who at that time was a purple belt with he and I. He was like, oh, I'll just heel hook you in the gi. And, and his, the, but the guy he was talking to was like, uh, that's not legal. He's like, I don't care. I'll just win. Right. But he like, well, so by the way, guys, so ever since that moment, uh, William Johnson now. It was Scotty Dennis, by the way. Scott. So William refuses to roll with me whatsoever <laughs> ever again because one time I hill hooked him in a key. I mean, hashtag pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect timing. Though could have been any better. Literally could not have been better. 
<laughs> well, yeah. listen, you two. I can't. I can't sit here and drink all night. Why? Because we can't get you home. <laughs> yeah. Who? We won't have to call an Uber <laughs> for you. <laughs> I am one hundred percent fine. I just have apparently a speech impediment when I get on a mic. <laughs> when uh, you drink, yeah, we all do. Well, I I'm uh, I think it's been a good podcast. Yeah, this so was... we're gonna have to do another one because we didn't get to half the fucking topics. No, we I say like, let's do like five more. We right. hit okay. like one bullet point that I want to talk to Nicole yeah. about. So, guys, we decided so. that I'm gonna be like Eddie Bravo of the Joe yes. Rogan podcast. No, you're gonna be the Nicole of oh, the Phoenix podcast, yeah, right? Okay. And I'm gonna yeah. kick Jason Beber off, and I'm gonna me and Daniel are gonna run this exactly. Thing. Yeah. Y'all can have it. I don't yeah. care. Like, that's it. Yeah. I, like I just, I just like talking to my friends. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, I legit think that, um, like the the format that. We, so let, let's back up a little bit. I would oh, like it noted, for fuck's sake, that Daniel <laughs> wants it. Like Daniel would like for us to have like a format. I'm not wrong about this. No. If you if you listen to the beginning of this podcast, you'll hear Daniel like, okay, and and what was your feelings about that, and how did you get into and this, we went and off blah the rails. blah blah. And we went off the rails because that's the, the off the rails is what people want to know about. Shouldn't that be your off the what? Don't no. that be like a separate? Yeah, thing? we don't. That? That's bullshit. No, that's just some shit he made up. <laughs> that was something I made up because you just wanted to like get drunk with people and yeah, talk. That's where I get these to drop, are my friends. That's, that's where I, I get to no. drop the GD bombs. You can drop all the GDs. I you can care. say whatever you want to. But my big thing is, I personally, I am very Type A. I like to have a clear path. From A to B, I want to bring guests on because we want to learn information. I don't want to just like, hey, let's get them drunk and see what they say. Instead, he drank 11% alcohol <laughs> beer today and got drunk. It was <laughs> dragon's milk, and it was, I mean, it's great beer. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Stuff is awesome. I maybe had like, um, I had one. Daniel I'm might good. be intoxicated. That's what I'm I not intoxicated yeah. whatsoever. I didn't get to, to talk about a lot of stuff once, so I'll be back next well, week. But, I'll be back again. Yeah. But. Nicole will be back very often, not just again. And we are going to have other guests to where we follow that. I don't want to follow a format. I don't want this to be reading off a script. But at the same time, I want to have guests on because I want to learn from their experience as well. Well, you'll just have three co-hosts and a guest, and this is going to be a real clusterfuck. It's okay. It's it's going to be rough. So for me, that is just from from my, my, my perspective, but for me... I like legit. I like the dynamic that Daniel was always trying to keep us on task, and that I'm like a. You're definitely not. I'm definitely to not. Keep us on task. You know, like no. I, I like that. I, I think it is that, a good dynamic. I I think that um, having struggle like keeps it real. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for people that don't know, like Daniel's, Dan, I, I tell Daniel, I'm like, don't tell me, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know. I like to fly off the. Shoot from the hip, sort of thing. Yes. And Daniel likes to be real planned, and so I think the the opposition of that creates like a interesting conversation. What Jason means by that is Daniel actually wants to um, be productive, and Jason wants to. Uh, it's not true. Interrupt I'm, everybody. I'm productive all the time. It's, not all the time. I'm productive. It's often. a strong dichotomy. Beber wants to have conversation with friends. Daniel wants to learn. Yeah, like I right. wanted to start this podcast, and we learned nothing. because we learned no, a lot of stuff. We learned a lot, just yes. maybe not the not the bullet points that Daniel wanted to know. Yes, about. yes. But at the same time, like I told Beverly before we started this podcast, I want to do this because I want to learn from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to tell a grown man, "Hey, you want to have a cup of coffee and talk for an hour and a half?" But if I tell them that 
hey, you want to come on my podcast? Right. Then we can do that. That's my biggest thing is I love learning. One of the best gifts that you can give is the information that you have. You're going to have to kick Jason off sometimes if you learn no. anything. Because <laughs> Jason Bever is... I bring a real. Yes. <laughs> like, he's the chaos effect yeah. that you have to have to open some people up. That's what I love about it. I'm the person who follows the bullet points. I hit talking points. He's the one who's like, hey, did you see that other chick the other night? <laughs> <laughs> Guess would, what my dog did. I would, <laughs> I, would, I would like it noted that that this has been far more like three friends hanging out than it, than it started out being. Yeah. Which yes. it started out being like, Daniel, like throwing a softball to Nicole, like, oh, how did you get into MMA? And then she hits it out of the park with like her story. Exactly. You know? But she got to tell her story. That's yeah. She'll tell her story again. I want we'll to hear learn from people. Oh, yeah. We Can people talk about them sometimes instead of you? It's all about and me. Your Don't story? you know anything? No, this is... This you is, narcissist? Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't start. Sorry. We're not Sorry, going into... Uh, yeah, we can we're get not into that next bad. one. My bad. We can but, but I definitely want to have... Uh, you're gonna be a recurring guest, okay. whether you like it or not. Like we'll kidnap you and tie. Am you I to allowed the chair. to bring Eddie on sometimes? Yes. I mean, I know yes, that you were are. against that. So, apparently, uh, I am 100 percent against that. <laughs> oh, I was for it. I would like it noted. 100 percent against that because I have so many questions for you, and I have so many questions for true, Eddie true, that it will be true. so. I don't want you to think that like, oh, I'm against having both of you on, mm-hmm. but. Literally, I know a little bit about both of you. That's the thing. Like, me and you never really talk that much. Me and Eddie never get to talk that much. So, I have so many questions for both of you that it would just be such a long podcast. I want to get the kind of the cursory questions that I have out and then add Eddie on later on. Because here's, here's Eddie, what I vote. I say that we have, we have Eddie on separate. Yes, we have to. And then have we to. have Nicole and Eddie on together. Yeah. That would be yes. good. I'm 100% then they'll for be, yeah. Listen, because here's what will happen. Eddie will listen to the podcast that have Nicole on, and he'll be like, you said this and this and this and blah, 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 blah. And then later, we'll have we'll have Eddie on. I'll get him to say some terrible shit about Nicole. He and won't. Then, he won't. He's such he a nice guy. He won't. But like, <laughs> I'll try to trap him into some stuff. We didn't even get to my part of the story that includes Eddie. Well, we we didn't, fucked that's up. for we, next time. We barely like mentioned her training with Brett yeah. on this one. That's what well, I'm saying. I know. We, we have, yeah. so we have a, a, a lot of access to yeah. her, so it doesn't have to be just today. Oh, dude. We, yeah. Like, we have so many years to go. Like, okay. Yeah. We, so we we'll got, get there, guys. We part, have a lot of part stuff one. to talk But that's the thing. Like, when I bring Eddie on, I'm going to ask you about his wrestling career. And now I'm going to ask you about his jiu-jitsu. He'll probably be able to t- stay more on topic uh, for sure. Good luck. I 100% see that. I think that. he can. Wait, wait. Yes. How about... He doesn't have as much like history dealing with you as I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not... Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, but, you know, I deal with But at the lot. same time, True. we have a ton of background <clears throat> to go with through... Yeah. Or to go through with Eddie that... That's my biggest thing. I want to get everybody kind of accustomed to the podcast and yeah. let the listeners know a little bit about both of them. Okay. If we had both of them on and we went through their backgrounds in combat sports, holy shit, we'd have five hours easily. That's true. So it I would want be to the do Joe them. Rogan podcast. Exactly. Right? I, I, I want to have them individually, <laughs> and then we'll get them on both together when the listeners can be like, oh, okay, I already know this person, I already know that person. With all that noted. It's been an hour and 45 minutes. It's been an um, hour and okay. 50 minutes. Some of Let's, this can be edited. For we're not editing anything. This is <laughs> just how it goes. None of this gets edited. Um, this is all the way. All right. We just let it rip. Good luck, guys. Yes. I love you if you actually made it this far. All right. Okay. 
We're going to call it. Also. Nicole, do you have any any uh, shout outs or so websites or I got, sponsors? I uh, got absolutely nothing accomplished today uh, that we were hoping to accomplish. Uh, I didn't get to talk about Thank women you, in the Carolina's fight life. We're, we're going to go to that. Um, so give them the, give them the We're not going to do that right now. Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do that another time. It, it needs more We time. can do like a two, three minute breakdown if you want to. It's okay. Women of okay. the Carolina's fight life. Um, you can look them up on Instagram. <clears throat> um, God. Give me two seconds, guys. I swear. And she's playing with her cell phone. I'm sorry. I'm on the so prepared. It's W O T C F L underscore C L T on Instagram. Um, it's a nonprofit organization uh, supporting young girls and women in combat sports. Uh, they try to bring women in. We do like a girl. They do a girl gang thing where they bring women in, educate them about uh, sex trafficking, sexual abuse. Try to teach them some self-defense. Uh, just support women in the combat community. Since I've got my new job, which we also <laughs> we didn't tell, did we not didn't say anything. We'll, go, we'll like, get to we, it. We, we, we missed some really good stories. Go. Yeah, there, we, there are great stories to be had. There's great stories oh to be God. had on my new job. Since I've started my new job, I haven't been very, very involved in the women of the Carolina Fight Life. but uh, And we're going to change that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you guys check them out. Um, Phoenix Jiu-Jitsu. I love it. One of my very favorite, favorite places to visit and train, especially now with my new job. It's one of the only places I can come train. Um, if some of you motherfuckers that train at Phoenix want to come train at noon, that'd be great. That'd be cool. Then I have some training partners. Noon, we can work you know, it out. We'll I, make it happen. I work a lot of night shift. I need you to kind of like come Lunchtime at like class. 1, 12, 1 o'clock. Uh, I can get some training in. I wouldn't be such a fat, lazy piece of shit. That'd be great. Um, you know, maybe I can go to Master Worlds this year and actually win something. Uh, do that, please. Yeah, please. I'm so sick of hearing you bitch about no, no, not winning something. Lunchtime class coming fuck soon. Fuck the IBJJF. Hashtag Ooh. F the IBJJF, yeah. please. Sorry. And, uh. You don't have to apologize. Yeah. Is that it? That's all you got to, that's, that's all your shout outs. I love all right. My shout outs are quite simple. Nicole, th- thank you so much. <laughs> no, seriously, this is no, no yeah. bullshit. Thank you so much for coming. Like, uh, it is a truly a pleasure to like get to spend an hour or two in this case yes. talking with two. my two very best friends in the whole world, and uh, I, it's been a. It, for the listeners, it might be chaos, but for me, it's it's truly like entertainment, and I really enjoy it. So I'm I'm really, really proud of uh, both of the people sitting in front of me, but also just like pleased that I get to just spend this time and hang out with them. So like. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, please come to Phoenix whenever you get a chance. And we got a bunch of stuff going on. We got uh, oh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a little secret. I'm in the process of maybe doing this fundraiser for the We Defy Foundation, which is uh, support veterans uh, injured in the uh, in wars and. It's like a pretty cool organization. Check them out. We Defy on uh, you can you can find them really anywhere. Just We Defy, but um, I think I'm going to do this. One of my favorite shirts says uh, "Jujitsu first, then beer," and I there's a good chance we're going to be like doing this fundraiser open mat at at a brewery someplace 
and a hundred percent of the proceeds will go to We Defy. I'm not totally sure where That's yet. That's awesome. Maybe next time you can help women of the Carolinas by life. For anyone that knows us, we do a bunch of fundraisers throughout the year, and uh, we we could totally do something for We Defy or uh, Women of the Carolinas, which I I got it. Uh, I want to learn more about those. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, back. we'll get there. We get Daniel. What do you got? Uh, yeah. This podcast brought <laughs> to you, you by eleven percent. By eleven percent. By This podcast brought to you by Phoenix Jiu Jitsu. Uh, I do want to tell you, Daniel. Wait. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh my god. Oh lord. I do want to tell you. That the other day, when I think we were at the uh, big ass jujitsu party, yes. I was walking down the stairs here, down like I was in the bathroom, whatever. I was walking down the stairs with uh, Caitlin or whoever, and you have this big blank wall uh, as you're walking down the stairs. I was like, "Man, you guys need to like put a mural up there." I was like, "Big arrow to the white basement." <laughs> Hashtag white basement. Hashtag white basement. By the way. <laughs> I had not listened to your podcast yet. Really? Yeah. So it's a thing. Hashtag. We're right here. White basement. White basement. Yeah. White basement. White basement. Uh, white yeah. basement. So we're on the same page with that. Okay. White basement. I'm going to start I'm hashtagging. With it. It. I'm with it. Okay. So I'll add. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Phoenix Jiu Jitsu. Follow us on uh, Instagram at phoenix you don't even know your fucking instagram no, it's, it's phoenix underscore, underscore jujitsu not the dot because that's a different thing i'm yeah. trying to get rid of that and then um report the dot report the dot that's a good hashtag report the dot yeah i think that's it daniel what else what else you got that's it cool We're good i love you guys Have thanks a great... for making it this far Yes. If you've made it this far, congratulations. If you made it this far, please leave oh, us also, a comment. Uh, congratulations, Ricky Rainey, but also fuck you for telling me I'm country. And we're going to have Ricky on the podcast. So A, congratulations, Ricky Rainey. I would never well. say F you to Ricky Rainey. I will. Never nope. in my life. I know and he won't hit me, so I, I will. I love you, Ricky Rainey. Congratulations. <laughs> we love you, buddy. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.